Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast. All right, we're back with the First Comics News Podcast, episode twenty four. After our Christmas and New Year's break, uh, a good time, two weeks off, a lot of things going on. Uh, <laughs> starting to complain about the neighbors who still have their trees up and their lights up yeah. because it's uh, it's that time, man. Well, my tree's coming down today. Are your tree's still up? Yeah. All right. Well, I'd complain about mm. you then. I have an artificial tree and you really can't only see it from the house, so right. I don't have lights outside, yeah. just inside the house. So. Yeah, we t- I took down the outdoor lights three days after Christmas. And then a week after Christmas, I took down the fake tree, put it back in the basement. Too much of a good thing. Ah, just lazy. I hear you. I actually thought about just buying a bookshelf and cornering it in front of the tree. (laughs) Just leave it up. I saw saw something. I was either Facebook or my wife showed me something on Pinterest last week, how somebody um, deals with their tree. And they just took, and she said it was saran wrap, but it looked like pallet wrap. And they just wrapped the tree and put it in the basement. It's an artificial tree. They, with all, with yeah. everything on it, the ornaments, the lights, wrap it and put it in the basement. Next year, cut it off, you got a tree. <laughs> yeah. That's, I probably, said, that's awesome. Well, that's probably one of the only things I enjoy about the whole uh, Christmas thing is decorating the tree with the kids. You know, we have a lot of ornaments that the kids made or we're giving to yeah. us at certain points. So we like pulling them out. And we use the same newspaper every year. So the newspaper we were using was when we first bought our house and uh, had Lucas from 2005. I'm confused. What do you mean use the same newspaper? To wrap all the ornaments. Oh, okay. So as we unwrap the ornament, we have 2005's newspaper from the year Lucas was born and all the ornaments. Uh, And we like talking about where we got them from and what was going on and put a little perspective into the year Mm -hmm. and the time that's passed. Sorry, sorry. I'm on, I'm not that, I'm on IMDB, because I, I wanted to check something out, and you, you hear the movie The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Judy Dench and a sure, bunch of people? Sure. Well, they're making a sequel to it, and it's hysterical, because they said, The Best Exotic Marigold 2 has begun production in India with much of the original cast. John Madden will once again direct the picture, which is adding Richard Gere and David Stratham to the cast. But why is that so funny? I don't think that's the right John Madden. (laughs) (laughs) They have a picture of John Madden, the coach for the Oakland Raiders, and of Madden football. But I think that's just hysterical. You can't score touchdowns if you don't cross the goal line. You can't make a movie if you don't got a camera. The team that scores the most points will most likely win this game. The person that acts the best will get a a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Just random stuff. Oh, my God. Is he still kicking? He's still alive. He's still alive. um, I'm not really sure if he's as bad as Phil Simms is now, because Simms is just yeah, they, incredible. You know, he's got a 50-50 chance of making that kick. Thanks, Phil. Thank you for your insights. Uh, all right. Brilliant. Well, were you Sorry. getting set up? Okay. Uh, Image had the Image Expo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read any of the articles on the site about it. Pretty much uh, all of Marvel's best talent mm-hmm. uh, is working on Image stuff now. 
they announced, uh, Jesus, 20 different titles by different uh, creators. Uh, Ed Brubaker, Captain America, Batman, uh, are working on a new title called The Fade Out that's coming out this year. Uh, Airboy's coming back. Uh, he's now in the public domain, I guess, so we should see Dynamite tying him in with uh, The nice. Shadow. Uh, do you remember the Eclipse series? Airboy, yes. Yeah, it used to be weekly or bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Uh, that's the last time I've actually seen anything from Airboy. So that's uh, pretty good. Greg Hinkle will be on that one. Uh, Kelly Sue Dormick, who wrote Captain Marvel, Avengers Assemble, and Valentine DeLandro from X Factor, are bringing back, are actually bringing the Women in Prison group to outer space in Bitch Planet. Uh, I don't know. What was the title I'm not going to pick up? Yeah, I don't think I can have that around the house. How can I pick up that title? Come on. <laughs> Why do they do that? <laughs> uh, Matt Fraction, Sex Criminals and Satellites. Sam hmm. is going to be working on uh, Casanova Volume 4. Never read it. Um, who else is on here? Greg Ticini from Uncanny X-Force and Rick Remainder for Black Science will be bringing a science fiction adventure. It uh, looks like uh, one of the Journey to the Center of the Earth type of science fiction go into the Earth called Low. I think we've used all the titles for good comics now. We're just going a little crazy just, here. Lo- oh, blue. I mean, just going to be like one name things now. Uh, Joshua Williamson, who did Captain Midnight, uh, will have a comic called Nail Biter coming out. Grant Morrison's bringing out Nameless. Bill Willingham from Fables and Elementals Ooh, okay. uh, is coming out with a uh, book about magic and gods of legend and lore that are not just oral history but real, and they're coming back. Uh, that book is called Restoration. Okay. Uh, Marvel Knights writer Joe Keating is coming out with a book called Shudder, an urban fantasy. Uh, I mean, they have all kinds of people on this list of uh, Karen Gillan. Uh, Jamie McKelvey from Young Avengers, the teaming up again with the Wicked and the Divine. Karen another... Gillan, you mean Doctor Who Karen Gillan? No, the other Karen okay, Gillan. Okay, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and uh, from DC, right? Scott Snyder, who writes Batman, mm-hmm. uh, Superman Unchained, is bringing a book called Witches with a Y. Not I. W-Y-G-C-H-E-H-S. Look, I'm going to misspell the word to make it fancy. Oh, come on. Yeah. Dude, witches, witches are the hot thing now. Dan Slott, uh, writer of... Spectacular, no, Superior Spider-Man uh, tweeted after this expo. He's like, I'm the only guy who's Marvel exclusive now. <laughs> Everyone else is working for Image. And it was... Uh, Dude, you got to go where the money is. Yeah. I mean, they own, own their own property as well. They actually just announced a, a deal. Um, it was actually the Brubaker and Sean Phillips deal. It's a five-year contract that gives them total freedom, total control, and total ownership of their projects. Wow. So they have pretty much to do whatever they want. That's a a lot of power to give to somebody. Yeah, I hope it doesn't turn Black Kiss on everyone. (laughs) They just have all kinds of craziness. They're just going to go Alan Moore. Uh, They announced uh, that their sales had increased. Uh, Diamond released the sales of Best Comics and Graphic Novels 2013. Uh, Market share, Marvel Comics held steady at 33.5%. Uh, that's down from 34%, but sales across the board are up for comics as a whole, yeah. uh, dramatically. So even though it's a slightly smaller percentage, it's a lot, lot more sales. Uh, DC Comics, same thing. They dipped a little bit, uh, 30%. 
Image Comics, Image Comics jumped up, uh, probably mainly on Saga and The Walking Dead, up to 8%. You think it went up because of The Walking Dead? Well, they had the number one selling comic of the year. Issue 100? 115. Oh, oh 115. Really? Yeah. 115? Yeah, was 115 the... was the one they had like 35 covers. Oh. Different covers. It was, yeah. a, it was a major was jumping on point, I guess, uh, aimed at the TV show. But that was the number one selling comic of the year. Uh, I'm always surprised when like Marvel's 33, DC's 30, then Image is 8. <laughs> you know, they've been around so long and they've done so much to have 8% seems... <laughs> Name me one Image character that's iconic. Spawn. He had a TV show and a movie. He had a cartoon, right? Cartoon, yeah. He had a cartoon. Live action movie. Yeah, that was an awesome movie with John Leguizamo. I don't even remember it, to be honest with you. No? Oh, John Leguizamo. Martin Sheen was... Was, was in, he? Yeah, wow. he, was, he was the bad guy in Spawn. Uh, you know, Spawn's a great character, but I think Image just goes a little too far with their stuff, and they pull it too far out of the mainstream. So they're never going to have um, a following like Marvel or DC, because they don't... Well, they don't have the universe. It's all. They don't have the universe, and that's, and that's part of it. They don't have the universe. But I thought that would have been higher with The Walking does, Dead. I don't know. Who does Savage Dragon? Is that? Uh, that is Eric Larson? Yeah. Yeah, that's still going. That's one forty-seven. Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, that had its that had its own. I've never car- read it. It had its own car- cartoon for a while. I, think. Oh, I thought it did. Yeah, actually, you know what? I remember yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah. Seven Dragon had its own yeah. had its own thing for a while. Didn't he team with the ticket one part or something? <laughs> that may have been the only issue I ever read of Savage Dragon. But we review and like a lot of their comics. Yeah. So it's just in my well, head, I read so much of it. It just no. Their, com- their comics are really good, but they're not mainstream comics. And then, they're not going to hold a share. Like no one's going. Oh, I need to get. Issue 12 of that, they go for Superman, Batman, and there's so many Batman titles, you have yeah. to get them all. Uh, IDW is at 6.47, which was up a full percentage mm. point, but again, sales mm. are booming, so mm. it's a much larger pie. Um, I don't know what to say about IDW, except it's kind of all licensed stuff. Yeah. I can't think of much that's original for IDW. No. They got the Ponies, the yeah. Ghostbusters, the Doctor Who, well, they had Doctor mm-hmm. Who, uh, G.I. Joe, Transformers. Mm. Trying to, not, I know they have a couple, but I just can't. They're not. They're not a company that says, "Hey, this is brand new original stuff." You know, they. That's fine. Yeah, it's what it they is. Have. They're like Hasbro. Uh, Dark Horse Comics, five point one seven percent, up from four point eight. That's actually that's actually for Dark Horse. I think that's actually Dark really Horse, good. Uh, that much of that, that much of a percentage. And that'll lead us into them losing the Stars license uh. in a few minutes, which we should expect that to drop pretty dramatically. Yes. Then Dynamite's at 2.73. Yeah, I'll give you that. Which... They're a little edgier than I think people like. Last year, with a smaller hmm. amount of sales, they were at 4.8%. Wow. So they've... Uh, but they also they also stopped a few comics last year, like The Boys, which was one of their more popular comics. So I could see people, well, if they're not selling that, the, the percentage is def- definitely going to drop. And finally, Boom Studios... Up to almost 2% from 1.5. Um, Valiant was almost up to 1% of the market share. Avatar Press was at 0.9%. Yeah, but that, but yeah. everyone else is... But even then, Valiant only has how many titles? Eight. Eight? They only have eight, only have eight titles in the whole thing. And some of them are really good. Yes. But with only eight titles, and DC has eight Batman titles alone. So, the top ten comics of 2013 sales. Walking Dead 115. Okay. Justice League of America, number one. Okay. Superman Unchained, number one. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, number one. All right. Superior Spider-Man, number one. Mm-hmm. Infinity, number one. Okay. X-Men, number one. 
Age of Ultron number one, Uncanny X-Men number one, and Superman Unchained number two. So if you ever want to know why they keep restarting your comics with a number one... (laughs) That's why. That is why they do it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, was surprising to me to be on this list. I think... Oh, I I, thought it me. Well, I'm surprised that nobody I know reads it, but I do believe that would be because of the movie. Yeah. And a lot of speculation and... That's... It's, filing oh, them away it's, oh, it's complete, for the movie's It's completely life. the movie. It's completely the movie. The only, um, I mean, with the publicity it's been getting now that um, they had they got Vin Diesel on board a while ago, he's going to be the voice of Gru, not Gru, Grood, something, whatever the tree. Um, he's the voice of the tree. We'll see. Now, I'm surprised to see Superman Unchained. I'm surprised to see Superman Unchained 2. Yeah. Uh, I am. I thought maybe... Uh, gee, I'm trying to think of what other comic would be. Honestly, you know what surprises isn't up there? Afterlife with Archie. I'm surprised, like, well, Afterlife with Archie 1 isn't up there. Well, that I believe sold, like, in the, in the 30,000s. Yeah. I mean, these, these books oh, yeah, sold 140,000. Yeah, yeah. these, these are something else. But still, it's such... I don't know. It, 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 it hits so many niches at once with right. zombies and Archie. And I could see people just wanting to collect it. I went to the local comic shop the other day to buy the second print of issue two, and it's, it's gone. It's sold out. I mean, you can't. If you're not there the day it comes out, it's gone. Uh, and it's Archie. I mean, people don't order it heavy. Yeah. You know, uh, all of these. I mean, again, Superman Unchained, I tried to read. I didn't. It wasn't my yeah. thing. Superior Spider Man, I thought was excellent. Can't tell the X Men books apart. I don't know what the difference between Uncanny and. Just any new, uncoordinated X-Men, who knows? Uh, Justice League of America. I actually just started... The Justice League of America... Now, this is the new reboot after 52, yes. where they've completely changed it. Yes. Where now, because... Uh, where they've changed... Because they're, they're actually coming out with a movie now um, called... War, Justice League of America The War, animated one. The animated yes. one. Where they actually changed part of the comic. Um, in this... One of the founding members of it is Aquaman, and in the movie, they've changed it over to Shazam. In the original JLA, one of the founding members is John Jones, the Martian Manhunter, right. but they've changed that and re- retconned it. It's now going to be Cyborg, who was actually a founding member of the Teen Titans, which they've changed that because of 52. Okay. Which is why, I believe, DC brought in The Rock... Last week or two weeks ago when he said, you know, I have a DC thing, I think because they cyborg. rebooted JLA, he's going to be the new cyborg. That'd be a good caster. It would. I mean, he's huge, he's yeah. big, he could do it. Almost uh, freakishly huge. Almost freakishly huge. Now, And he could act against um, Henry Cavill sure. and... Um, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, definitely he, hold yeah. his own. Hmm. Um, okay. I just had a... Oh, so I, I was trying to get caught up. Uh, I got Injustice. For the PS4, so I played through it again. Okay. Got bit by the bug. I'm like, you know what? I want to read the Aquaman mm. series. I read it. I, I stopped reading it. I went through, read it all. Mm. Round up. Uh, there was, a, I think it was called like Atlantis War. Mm-hmm. You know, starts off in Justice League. So I, I started reading Justice League. Then it continued Justice League Dark mm. and then Justice League of America. Ugh, I got these books are very dark. I mean, Justice League because I've read. Like, 27 issues, just boom, right through. They complain about each other. They distrust each other and argue so much. It's unbelievable when you read it all at once. You're like, why are they together? It is such a... 
Nobody trusts anyone. They're always trying to stab each other in the back. People are turning. These are the good guys. Yeah, it's, oh, my God. So I got through that. Uh, Justice League Dark, I don't care for at all. Justice League of America, just people bitching. Now, was Justice League Dark, like, when they did, uh, they had that X-Men, but they had, like... It was like a subgroup, but it was like Wolverine. It's like they did all the Black yeah, Ops kind of exactly. stuff. Well, no, is. not Black Ops, uh, Supernatural. They oh, have, Supernatural. Uh, uh, Zantra. Oh, Zantra. Um, uh, Hellfire, Hell, Hell guy. Hell, Hellstorm. Hellstorm. Hellstrom? The guy from Hellblazer. Oh, Constantine. Constantine. Okay. Uh, Frankenstein. Because they had that Frankenstein thing. He's yeah. like a Frankenstein agent of something. Yeah. Agent of something. Frankenstein like, agent of horror. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I didn't care for that. A lot of complaining. So then I got, I was trying to get caught up in Batman. So I read Detective Comics, because I'd read the, uh, up through the Owl Saga, yeah. Court of Owls. And, uh, man, these things are violent. And it's like, issue after issue is just unbelievable. You can't, you can't pick, pick up a Batman comic and give it to your son. It is grim. Huh? It is grim storytelling. I, I mean, I, I finished reading the run at Court of Owls. I just wanted to go outside and, like, cry. You know, it was... I wanted to hug my It's so depressing. You know, there's not... no Nothing good in that series. It's... Oh, my God. It just... Oh, that whole line is so dark and depressing. And then I flirted with trying to get cut up with Superman, and then it went... Oh, Superman's what? bright and cheery. Yeah, I'm yeah. Superman. Nobody knows me. Um, I'm Super Sex. Super Sex with Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. So I, I was trying to get caught up, and it wasn't working that well. But they're still going with the New 52, Just League yeah. of America. You know, again, it was uh, kind of co-op. Mm. They formed this, take on uh, the Justice League, because they don't trust the Justice League, because they've already turned like three times. Uh, Aquaman was good, but it doesn't... It's not for straight reading, because they do a lot of like, oh, you know you're nobody's favorite superhero, right? Yeah. But he like does save so many people. And there's such destruction in this Atlantis war. They, like, flood Boston and New York. And there's, like, bodies everywhere. It's a, I find it very amazing there's anybody alive left in these universes. Because they destroy so many cities so often. I mean, what was it? Uh, a few years ago, uh, when Spider-Man first went missing in the new universe, didn't they flood New York at one point? And, like... J. Jonah Jameson sees, like, the building's flooded, and he can see Superman swimming trying to save people. That's how much water was there. He was, like, in a building. Spider-Man. What did I say, Superman? Yeah. yeah Spider-Man swimming to save somebody. These comics like to destroy entire cities, and then a week later, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, 9-11, that one attack hmm. that killed a couple thousand people, threw us in a recession for years. Yes. So in this arc, they destroy, pretty much flood Gotham, hmm. Metropolis, Boston, didn't Gotham... And then, it, then like, it's gone, mm. and everything's good again. There was an earthquake in Gotham oh, 10 or 12 years ago, and that was an awful series. And then all of a sudden, Gotham's fine. Oh, like, God. where's the big gaping holes that were there? It, oh. it is such a... Because there's such destruction on such a grand scale, and the heroes are so unlikable. Yeah. It, it, whenever they show the normal people going about their lives, it doesn't seem real. No. It's like, oh, you know, I'm going to work today. It's like, dude, they just destroyed half of yeah. America. The only, the only one that made sense was when Green Lantern destroyed Star City, Central Star City, and everybody left. Like nobody lived there, right. but he killed everybody, so everybody just left. That makes more sense than oh, let's rebuild again. We have gumption. No, you don't. Yeah, You're see, dumb. That's the problem. I with, would move out with Gotham. Yeah, is writers who have no real skill in yeah. writing make increasingly one up each yeah. other to make it so dark. 
Um, yeah. It's so violent, but it's supposed to be like New York. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a thriving city. Yeah. But everything is like, oh, you it's know. It's like Beirut. They had, they had Batman giving a presentation like, we, uh, Gotham Paper yeah. asks the people on the street about what they think about Gotham. And it's mm. like hopeless, depressing. And there's just crimes out of control, and there's Arkham, and there's villains, and mass murders every day. It's like, move! Literally, you want to put a wall around and just send in Snake Blitzen. Yeah. Really, really, what it is. Okay, a few years ago, when they started doing the Doctor Who Christmas specials, they did one episode where um, the, the Doctor lands, um, he, he lands in London. Because he wants to show people Christmas in London, how great it is. And uh, the character of Wilfred is at there at the... Um, He's manning a newsstand, and uh, the doctor asks him, because there's nobody there. He goes, where is everybody? He goes, oh, it's Christmas Eve. Everybody clears out of London at Christmas because bad stuff happens. Yeah. That's, yeah, what, that's great. That's, that was perfect. That's what this would be. Everybody would be gone because why would you live in Metropolis if you know at any given moment someone's going to come down and like blow up buildings? And then they have a whole subplot of where Batman and Wonder Woman go to some Middle Eastern country to save some people being held hostage. And it's an international incident because yeah. they're Americans. and Well, not really Americans, but they represent yeah. America. And it's just, like, so boring. It's like, that's what you're worried about? Mm. It's like, three issues ago, they destroyed Boston. Yeah. And now we're worried about going into mm. some little country and saving three people who are being mm. held hostage. It's like, oh, you guys are... I want an issue where, where, where all the superheroes are rebuilding someplace. All so, right, here we go. There's no positivity in that. No. I, the whole DC line is just, if you wear a black trench coat and mm. eyeliner and listen to the goth, mm. you're going to love DC Universe, because yeah. it will make you feel hopeless. <clears throat> I was reading something last week. Somebody, I think it was like a, either a new superhero was coming in or something like that, and they were saying how great, well, maybe for the new movie, somebody would men- mention something that, you know, Batman and Superman good because they don't kill anybody and stuff like that, and all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh no, they, they do. Superman just, Superman just killed somebody in the last movie. He snapped his neck. Right there on screen. You can't get away from that. Yeah. Retcon that one. Right, I don't... In hindsight, I don't really mind him killing Zod. I just didn't like the way he did it. Like, they had that fake family yeah. in the train station, and his heat vision slowly yeah. moving. It's like, well, at one point, they should have had Superman just, like, talk to Lois and say, I can't. Hmm. We're going to destroy the world fighting. I have to stop him. Hmm. And make that conscious choice yeah. instead of this make punky... It, yeah. You make it... Don't have it made for you. Yeah. Don't give him an out. Yeah. Have him make the tough choice. I mean, Superman 2, he killed three people. Yeah. Threw him right off the edge, you know. Mm. Woo! You know, even to let Lois get in on it. Yeah. Like, you know what? I don't want to kill everyone, Lois. You kill her. You kill her. Whack! We won't see him die, but yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. No power is falling. They're going to hit something eventually, because it's just a big thing in the yeah. Arctic. Whatever. I mean, there's bodies down there in the Fortress of Solitude. Probably. You know, just skulls. Well, actually, they're <laughs> probably preserved because of the weather. Mm. She's probably still good looking too. That girl from Superman 2. Uh, Sean Young? That wasn't Sean Young. Wasn't it? No. No. She was some girl I've never never heard from before or since. I'd be surprised. Anyway, uh, so that's the sales in the DC Universe. Uh, they had the end of the year 2013 box office results. And for worldwide box office a number of Superman, uh, Superman, uh, a number of superhero titles came in on the list. Headed up with Iron Man three, yes, which made a worldwide one point two billion billion. Uh, Iron eight, Man three, which was not a very good movie. 
I, I have yet to see it. Sarah Douglas. Played Ursa. Sarah Douglas was also in... Oh, let me click on this. Now that you have me going here. Oh, my God. I want to say she was in one of the Beastmaster movies, I think. Oh, I love Beastmaster with Mark Singer. Yeah. Dude, I think that's an... Un- I love those. I love that I series. Love. I never I saw. It. I, they had a TV show too. Yeah. But I remember that watching that first movie, and it was just like so creative and so enjoyable. Hmm. I couldn't believe you go on IMDb and it has like a three rating or a four rating. I really enjoyed that movie. Shame on you people who who rate these things. No, I'm sorry. She was in. Um, she was Conan the Destroyer. She was the queen. Of, okay. With the Will Snake Chamberlain. Or, she was yeah. also in V. Oh, is she the the leader? Uh, I think so. She played oh, in the. Yeah. She played Pamela. I think that's like yeah. the last. And then it's just, it, there's just a bunch of v stuff. It was cool. Meatballs for Father Dowling. They, they made four meatballs. Apparently, I knew they made a two that was horrible without Bill mm-hmm. Murray. Wow, they made two more. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I I I can't wait to be able to show my son meatballs because I love that movie. Yeah, that's a great. It was awesome. Movie. They can't show it to him yet. Yeah, they but actually. Uh, with that movie, they filmed it and they uh, screened it, and people didn't really care for it. But they loved the Bill Murray character. Yeah. And he was only in it for like five minutes. Yeah. So they went back and filmed and added in all his scenes mm. about the race and you know, the coaching yeah. and stuff. Because he was such a popular yeah. character. Uh, so Iron Man 3, $1.2 billion. Yes. Uh, number eight was Man of Steel with $668 million. Uh, uh, it wasn't our thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Number ten, Thor, which I have yet to see. Thor uh, was ten? Yeah, worldwide. Okay, six hundred and thirty million for Thor. Thor two, the one. Thor yeah, two, okay. yes, the new right. Thor movie, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, considering before Thor came out, nobody even knew who yeah. it was really. Um, number fifteen was the Wolverine with four hundred and fourteen million. Which I, I can't even. I can't even see that. Oh my god! I, I tried what that was. And uh, it's not really a superhero movie, but number sixteen was Pacific Rim. Okay, four hundred and eleven million worldwide. That's it. I thought they might. I thought they might have done a little more um, it, outside the U.S. It didn't do anything in Asia, like Japan. No. They didn't care for it at all. Well, I wonder how the new Godzilla movie is going to do in Japan. It looks good. Oh, it does. But I actually have the list of uh, genre movies right. here as well. Uh, since your computer's still down, I'll, I'll briefly is. go over some uh, comics that I read. Um, Injustice: God's Among Us, Year Two, Issue One. I don't know Year One, Year Two, why they broke hmm. it, but uh, there was a few months break. This one was a slow start, uh, a flashback issue with uh, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Green Lantern uh, bar crawling, and they're just like interacting and having fun. They get into a fight, of course, and then it flashes forward to Green uh, Arrow's funeral because Superman beats him to death in the last series. Wow! Because he thinks he's he's up in the Fortress of Solitude to steal something from Superman. He doesn't realize Superman moved his parents there, so Superman realizes Green Arrow's there, and he's like, he has his arrows out in front of his parents. He thinks he's going to kill his parents. Yeah, and he goes into a rage, and he beats him to death in front of his parents. And the parents are like, you know, trying to stop him. And he just, like, pounds his face right off. Yeah, but, uh, okay. Yeah. Why does he have to beat him to death? That's what I'm saying. He's Superman. You flick him. Bam! He's dead. You're Superman. You yeah. can lift the planet. Why are you punching no, him multiple I, times? If I recall correctly, the first punch, his head actually went into the ground. So you oh, don't okay. actually see it. He's right. just punching in a rage. Uh, so it was kind of a slow start. Uh, but these books, because it's digital. Yeah. So it's only like 10 pages. Right. And then they collect it every month into a print book. So you really, I think the print book works out better because you get four stories. 
and you get a little more substance. But I love the comic and I love mm. the game. So the only problem is with this like bad Superman. Then it's not really much of a jump between this Elseworlds story and, and the what they're one. really doing. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it's more violent in the real series. Now, do they do they parallel it at all? No. No, okay. Yeah, it's sprung off. It's its own thing now. I know, like, certain things were happening in this one that they, you know, they'll do that sometimes. Like, yeah. this kind of happens at the same time, or... No, okay. Uh, Afterlife with Archie 3. Read it. Yes. Good? Very good. Uh, it, it explains a lot of Hiram Lodge and mm-hmm. why he came to Riverdale. And uh, they talk about the mansion and the, the things they do there to protect it. Because, obviously, he's a billionaire. Yeah. So it's not like a regular house. Yeah. I mean, they have locked-fied yeah. gates and stuff. Uh, a couple more people die. Uh, nothing really shocking. No real relevate revelations. Uh, they did do a solicitation for the cover of issue six, and it looks like an alien monster is there too. And the catchphrase that someone was saying was, uh, "It's not just a zombie book. You know, there's going to be witches and supernatural creatures." And oh, come on, why? I don't want. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. I'll give you zombies. I'll give you the witches. I'll give you all the supernatural stuff. Do we need aliens? That's what it looked like to me. Okay. It may be some sort of spell. Like a Cthulhu kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Something. A demon. But they have like Betty on the ground and it's okay. up, behind, as long, up above as her. As long as it's not an alien and it's not going to be like... Yeah, throwing like, everything against yeah. the wind. Like, oh, now here's a spaceship coming like, down. What, what, what was that stupid movie? Trucks. Oh, no. Maximum, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Stephen King. With, with like the alien, like the alien ship they shot out of the sky. It was taking over the... It was just, I uh, thought that was so scary as a kid. I, excuse me, I read the book. I remember reading the short story. I thought it was really good. And then I saw the movie. I thought the movie was awesome. And then I rewatched it again. I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, seen. I watched it. <laughs> Did that soda machine really just kill that guy? <laughs> hey, my lawnmower's stuck. I'm going to stick my head in the lawnmower. <laughs> then people are not bright in Stephen King books. Uh, we'll talk more about it yeah. when uh, you read the issue. Yeah. Uh, there's some good stuff. They explain a little bit more about it. Uh, Sex Criminals 4 came out, which was all right. No, is this one? Is this a chase book? Where they get chased? I'm assuming... Uh, well, the people showed up last time in yeah. Comworld. Um, and it's pretty much a big talk with a lot of flashbacks. Right. You know, more stuff like how they were dis- yeah. made the plans mm. for what they were going to do. I had a few cute scenes in it, because... Uh, Susie doesn't really want to use this power for bad. Mm-hmm. And John's trying to raise money to save the library. Uh, I don't know where you get $100,000 and give it to the library without raising suspicion <laughs> for anyone. But, and, and, and he actually asks, you know, what you've never used this ability for your own gain mm-hmm. before or for any benefit. And they show like a page of her, you know, she's petting a tiger that's mm-hmm. frozen. She's doing all these crazy things. And she's like, well, maybe once. I'd use it all the time myself. Just petting a tiger. Petting a tiger, yeah, you know, just doing weird stuff you can't do normally. A question. Sure. Where was she? The zoo. Able... I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to picture her in the, like where in the zoo because how you have to get to this place, you have to work at by the monkey cage. Sling that shit. Did she just, <laughs> did she just like, take out in the open? Did she hide in the bathroom or something? I hope so. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just images in my head. I just don't need. And uh, Skyman issue one, which was a direct spinoff from Captain Midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the guy he fought at the end, right? Yes, oh. and he, he tried to blow up the oh. building. 
Uh, this one starts off with someone recording him. He, go, he gets drunk and goes crazy. And they out the program. And he calls a black guy in at the N-word. And he's like drunk. So then they're like, well, this won't stand. So they go in and they're looking at all these people they've trained to be the next Skyman. And they're all white. And the guy's like, no, this won't work. You know, we just had this video online that got hmm. loose of about a Skyman calling, you know, hmm. assaulting a black guy, calling him names. We can't have another white guy. Yeah. So they turn down all these white guys that trained their whole lives for this job. And they find a, a crippled black guy who is an army vet. And uh, this lets him walk better. But it did not flow very well. It was not a natural story. Art. It doesn't sound it. Like they, I don't it sounds know. like they have an agenda. And they yeah. kind of I mean, he could at least... I, I guess he has some sort of backstory. The character, Eric Reed, he, he was a pilot or something, and he couldn't pull up, and he ejected, and the rest of the people on the plane died. So there's some sort of backstory there, but I think it would have been better served if he was in the program before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Because they just kind of take him off the street, yeah. put him in the suit, and he's flying around, and everything's grand. And there's an absolutely unbelievable awkward scene where uh, his commander... I guess probably know, knew someone who was on the plane. So he confronts him while he's taking a shower. Oh, I thought I muted that. And uh, just, he's like, well, you know, I think you bailed. You're a coward. And they start fighting. And then they, when they're done, they're kind of like sitting there against the wall. He's still naked. And, they, and they, they do that like weird, like, oh, we just had a fight. So now we're friends. It's like, well, you fight pretty good for a cripple. Well, you fight pretty crappy for a healthy guy, and they kind of laugh. It's now was he like in his wheelchair? Uh, he walks with a walker, with like not a oh. walker, the uh, okay. the arm extension things that clasp okay, onto yeah. the forearms. Oh, okay, like, almost like and then like... the suit lets him function normally. Okay, I'm just trying to. Okay, but you wouldn't shout. Oh well, it, it's whatever. It's a very. Oh, it sounds awkward. Yeah, no, I mean, you remember if you remember, uh, they live with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh yeah, yeah. And they fight in the street. Yeah. And then at the end, they're both exhausted. And they yeah. like bond. Yeah. It's like that, but not good. Okay, tell yeah. me. It's like just, this weird it's, shower right, scene. That's, that's why, because don't be knocking that fight scene. They live. That's one. Well, of that's my a favorite. great movie. Yeah, that's a great, great, great scene in a great movie. It's one of my favorite. But that flowed. You yes. know, like they're just exhausted, and yeah. finally he showed them the truth, and yeah. they're like, "All right, this yeah. one is like they throw three or four punches, and then they just." It's very awkward doing it in a <laughs> shower. Nothing weird about this at all. Two grown men fighting in a shower, sitting next to yeah, each other. I'm fighting, I'm fighting a crippled minority who's naked <laughs> in the shower. This is going to do great for my annual review. Yes. Can't wait to hear my bosses hear about this. And this, uh, this is more off the beaten path. Uh, you ever hear of Batman Odyssey by Neil Adams? Batman Odyssey? Odyssey. It, it was a 13-issue uh, limited series. Neil Adams' first Batman work since the 70s. Okay. And I love Neil Adams. His work, yeah. his style, I love it. Great guy, funny, a little crazy with what he believes, but still, whatever. I, I believe some crazy things, too. So I had heard about this comic. Uh, there's a new uh, magazine called Comic Book Creator. Okay. If you've ever... It's by Tomorrow's. Uh, but the editor actually lives in East Greenwich in Rhode Island. Oh, wow. So at Time Capsule, they have it right at the front stand, you know, from Rhode Island's own, you know, comic historian. Yeah. So I picked up the new issue. It was $9, but it's, you know, full color throughout. Beautiful, beautiful writing. And they had an, an interview with Neil Adams that went maybe 20 pages. Holy crap. I mean, it's a great... It's, you don't get interviews like no. that. You know, this is like a Playboy yeah. interview. And... uh there was a big blurb at the beginning, you know, Neil Adams is going to talk about his controversial Odyssey book. So a lot of spoilers. It's like, i got to find this book mm. and read it. 
by issue six, I posted on Twitter. I was like, I'm reading Batman Odyssey. I feel like I've fallen asleep reading it, and I'm in a dream. It's so strange. It's so freaking strange. Everything about this comic is strange. The way that he talks, the way he draws, the plot, the way he uses flashbacks, and... It's really weird. Yeah. I, I have to let you read it. Uh, we got to talk about this more in depth. Right. Uh, I mean, they go under the earth and they ride dinosaurs, and they talk. He goes back to Batman's first days where he had a gun. And, oh wow! Okay. And he was, and they rip off his mask by accident. But it's like, it's so weird. I can't even describe. At one point, he finds a wizard who talks like a a '60s jazz musician okay. with like the slang. And the first issue, Batman and Robin are talking, and Man Bat comes in and attacks Robin. And they're fighting, and he's like swinging around, kicking him and stuff. And Batman never breaks stride, he just keeps talking to Robin. And Robin's talking to him. And then there's this crazy fight scene that's never referenced. And it's really weird. It's like, uh, it's a trippy. It's so trippy. Uh, At another point, I mean, oh God, I. They're on a train, and he's trying to stop this robber to figure out what's going on with this train. So he comes up against a couple guys. He has the gun, but he won't shoot them. Okay. Because he's actually saying, I'll shoot the gun out of his hand. And then he's, in his mind, he's like, can't shoot a gun out of a man's hand. You're going to miss and kill the guy. and You can't do it. But Neil's reference in the first, what, 12 issues of Batman that where he actually shot people. And then he's saved by a police detective from Mexico. A Mexican police detective who shoots the bad guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's the bad guy. And he's detonating it like nothing ever happened. And then the, the, the other bad guys are jumping off the train. And the, the, he has the detonator. He's like, look at them go. It's like they were never here in the first place. Like they never existed. And then they're gone. It's like really a mind trip. I don't know. <laughs> Even describing it makes my head hurt. I literally, like I had no idea what was going on. It was, now, was but it was interesting to read. Very well drawn and interesting. It's like Batman going on a journey. Is it like... It's his odyssey. It's like the yes. Iliad and the uh, Odyssey. Uh, uh, Ra's al there. Yeah. Okay. But he's like real manipulative and strange and his daughter's there. And uh, who is it? The Sensei? Who was back in the 70s as Al Ra's al top assassin yeah, is okay. there. Uh, just so weird. Uh a lot of things flash back. Like at one point, Batman gets shot seven or eight times in the chest and there's blood everywhere. And that's like the cliffhanger. And then he's talking to someone at the beginning of every issue. He's like, oh, this is my, my origin. I'm telling you to write down. In case I ever die, the world will know what, what I did. And then like they, oh, here's how we got out of it. And every issue, there's a cliffhanger. And they're like, well, yeah, here's, here's actually what really happened. Very, very weird, interesting book. Unlike anything I've seen. Yeah. Ever. I mean, I, <laughs> since since middle school, I don't know. Since middle school, yeah, I was into some dark stuff in middle school. Um, but yeah, I'll have to hook you up with that to give it a look, see, uh, and hopefully you get your computer yeah, running or something. Well, my birthday's Tuesday, so hopefully, hopefully, uh, how old are you going to be? I'm going to be older than you. Ouch! And uh, she didn't even talk about Dark Horse. Losing the Star Wars license. Uh, Shua finally dropped. We got a letter. God, right after Christmas, I think, from uh, Richardson, who's the publisher, owner of Dark Horse, explaining that the, they were losing the license after this year. 2015, January 1st. It goes back to Marvel. 
Uh, he has some plans for Dark Horse. I love the scene just blow the whole universe up. This, they, this, is how, this is how our Star Wars universe is going to end. Everybody dies. It would actually be cool if they did that. <laughs> Not like as a vindictive thing, yeah. but like have the main characters die yeah. and put an end to it. Because yeah. Lucas has said that's gone. Yeah. We're doing our own thing now. It's not going to reference that yeah. stuff. They have, a, they have an end date, <clears throat> so they should come up with a good It ending. would be cool if they actually had that and said this was, <laughs> at this point in time at Return of the Jedi, it's splintered. Mm. And this was one path the universe could have taken. And then the movies will have our official, yeah. this is the new path that we're going to follow on. So all that's gone, and this is what would have happened. Yeah. You know, we killed Chewbacca. Yeah. You know, we did all this other stuff. That'd be actually a great idea. I think, I think, I really think it would. Especially since, almost like what J.J. Abrams did with, with, um, with Star Trek. By saying, okay, they branch off. And halfway through the movie, they're like, oh, so if this didn't happen? Well, then your world is different than mine, and everything is like completely different. But vaguely the same. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you'll have uh, the Rock come in, and at the end of the first movie, they'll be like, "What was your name?" My name is Vader, yeah. Darth Vader. Oh my God! We don't know how to beat him. Well, in another universe, there's another Luke Skywalker. I'm gonna call him. How do you beat Darth Vader? Oh, he's your dad. What? What? <laughs> Fucking the Rock come in. <laughs> That's, there we go. All right. Yeah, I was trying to think of a name of someone you know. <laughs> like the Rock. There we go. Oh, no, we've made up a new villain for Star Wars. Sure, that's not Darth Vader? Yeah. It's not Darth Vader. No, it's not. It's, sure? uh, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> so, I mean, they uh, they were rocking out at a 5% market share. Figured probably at least in half. Yeah. Down to two and a half, which would put them uh, right around Boom Studios below Dynamite. That's, that's, a, that, that's a big... But that's, what, 2015? Yeah, they have all, all 2014, yeah. All 2014 to go, so... So... They the, plot out something good. Yeah, the, uh, what was it, Skyman was a direct response to trying to do more superhero stuff, more, uh, you know, things that they could build a universe around. They just uh, need better writing, that's all. Yeah. It's a shame. I wish they'd bring back Boris the Bear. <laughs> Here's the thing. That would really work. Uh, mainly because of Ted. Oh, yeah. You make it... Oh. <laughs> wow. You could easily do like a... Like a... Um, animation domination kind of show. Yeah. But have it be Boris the Bear. Because Ted did such a good job. Yeah. And it's a teddy bear. So it kind of has that... Yeah. It's cute, but... Skewering no, but, but, superhero but, stuff. Yeah. Oh, like but robot chicken. Oh, that would be awesome. Jesus, that would be great. That would be... That, that would be, be top notch. Copyright. Right now, copy that <laughs> trademark. That idea trademark. is trademark. I just thought of that. It's me. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> so I feel bad for Dark Horse. They've had it for a long time, but I think it's really kind of got. It's time. Stale. It really is time. Yeah, yeah. Last year was actually the first time they had something really interesting with mm. the uh, the pilot, the draft. Yeah. Story the Star Wars, but I mean, there's so many different series and spinoffs, and the only other comic I really liked for Star Wars was uh, Dark Times, mm. which took place between. Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Mm. So they, like, it was in that era. There's Darth Vader and he's hunting down a lot of the, the last Jedi stranglers. And I thought that was real good. But other than that, it's just disposable. They, there's so much. The problem is they started these books and they didn't expect them to do anything. Mm. You know, it's like, well, we're at least, you know, here to the Emperor. And, you know, maybe it'll do all right mm. enough that we can do a few more. And then it took off. Oh, yeah. And then every, they were it's just in a panic. They're like, you write this book, you write that book. And after two years, they're like, all right. No one's talking we, to each other, so we, we don't know what's going we on. we got to 
Actually, it may have been even a few years after that where Dark Horse is finally like, all right, we're kind of figuring out where all these things go. This date's wrong, and we're going to change this around so this fits into the... The fact that they have it here, and they have J.J. Abrams, and I'm hoping that they can say, listen, when the movie comes out, the comic is going to take up, and there's going to be plot threads in the comic like he did with... uh, Oh, actually, it was Josh Whedon, but like uh, Angel and stuff. But instead of after the fact, there's going to be characters introduced in the comic that play a part in the next movie mm. as opposed to, well, here's filler between the movies that won't have any effect yeah. on it. Uh, just an unprecedented opportunity for a property like this to tie it all in. Yeah. Uh, I think will be a fantastic thing. Uh, feel bad for Dark Horse, but at least they have a year to plan, wrap up the storylines. Uh, the Star Wars was a limited series anyway. It, I like the new Star Wars comic that came out, but I think I'll just stop buying it because it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's done. And uh, really excited to see what Marvel does with it. I hope they do have, like, one... I... Uh, am I excited to see what Marvel does with it? I... Okay, here's the thing. Is it Marvel that's going to be doing something with it? Or is it Disney that's going to be doing something? Because it's, it's totally different. Yeah. Because Marvel I... has the rights to publish it. Yeah, but Disney owns Marvel. Right, I know, but yeah. Disney won't bother with it. They'll give it... They'll tell... No, 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 Disney... Disney will, I think, because of sometimes the backlash they had with the Avengers and stuff like that, with the fact that it doesn't tie in, I think they're definitely going to want some of this stuff to tie in, especially with marketing and getting out toys and all this other stuff. They're going to try to bring everything together, so I think they're going to, hopefully, they'll try to tie in the comics with it. But I think they'll let Marvel do do their thing. They'll have a mandate to tie it in, but that's the extent of it. They'll leave it up to Marvel and the professionals. Because uh, I think it's not worth it for Disney. Yeah, I think Disney is... They're looking at it, they're like, alright, how much does the best-selling Star Wars title yeah. in the last decade sell? True, that's true. 75,000 copies. Yeah. How much did that make us? I don't know, like, oh, whatever. $50,000. It's, it's, it's like, that's less than one showing at one theater yeah. of the new movie. Yeah. True. It, it's just something to keep it in the public's mind between movies. Mm. Uh, they should be more concerned about the toys and everything. Yeah, but I think, I the think, new with, I, think show. I think with the Marvel, they'll, they'll be able to tie it in. They're probably going to do. Um, it's just so hard to think about because whenever I say Marvel Star Wars, I yeah. picture the big green rabbit, Jack. Okay, yeah, you know, and it's yeah, and all the hand, but they were so handcuffed. Mm. Like, oh, we're going to have them build another Death Star. Well, you can't do that. Why not? You can't. Well, we're going to have another Jedi. No, you can't use any Jedi stuff. Well, we're going to have Obi Wan. No, you can't have Obi Wan show up at all. Yeah. Because he doesn't show up until Return of the Jedi, and then he explains it. Oh. So you can't have him show up after Empire Strikes Back either. It's like, so he, he just went through this big thing where he found out Darth Vader's his father, but he can't ask Obi-Wan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but now, hopefully now that Marvel owns it, or Disney owns Marvel who, and yeah. owns Star Wars, that there'll be... More of a continent. Yeah, and it's more of a modern time. I mean, yeah. back then that was un, yeah. unprecedented to have that kind of success. Usually comics based on movies lasted a year. Yeah. Just as long as the movie was out there as a tie-in, not... Well, how long did that last? Uh, Star Wars? Yeah, eight years? Nine years of comics? They had 107 issues. Yeah. It was monthly, so... Twelve, ten. Maybe eight or nine. Yeah. So that was, that was good. And I just can't wrap my... I just picture that old Star Wars logo. Yeah. And I hope... But I do hope they do a core book that takes... Starts off... Depending on when they publish it, because they'll get 2015, it's not coming out. So they do like a prequel, 
but an actual prequel. I remember Dark Horse did him up to episode one, yeah. but they couldn't do anything with mm. anyone in the movie. And they couldn't reveal anything. I'm just trying to figure... I'm just wondering when, when they're going to set the movie. That's yeah. that's the big thing, to tie everything But up. I would love the first... 2000, January 2015, 12 months till Star Wars. 12-issue series leading up in what's happened since Return of the Jedi. You know, yeah. pick up... Because you know where the movie starts. Yeah. So anything between well, you, Return well, you know, of the well, Jedi and the... Well, new, well you know... Well, yeah, they're going to know where the movie starts, yes. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah, so whatever's in the crawl. Yeah. You know, in the 10 years since... Or whatever, yeah. since Return of the Jedi, then you... But you before you see that crawl, you yeah. get to experience it in yeah. story form. Would be great. Yeah. And then it ties directly into the movie with the actors' likenesses, and I'm sure they have all that shit signed away. Yeah. You know, yes, Harrison Ford will look like Han Solo or vice versa. Not, you know, he looks like this random mm. guy because we don't have the light yeah. rights to his likeness. He has the license to everything now. Yeah. So, so very excited because, you know, I'm just glad we got new Star Wars. Yeah. And we also have uh, the new Rebel show coming this year. Yes. Uh, animated, realistic look uh, taking place, what, after Star Wars? I think so. That, yeah. So, so hopefully that will tie in more. Yeah. And if they reference some of the stuff in the show that's referenced mm. later on, I mean, there's just, if they can start fresh and weave, mm. you know, this all together, it, it'd be a great thing for Star Wars. Now, I, I wonder what this is to um, Star Wars The Old Republic um, video game. I haven't even thought about that. Well, EA got the rights to all Star Wars mm. games, and they already published The Old Republic. What? If it's making money, they, they'll probably No, keep but it going. I'm wondering, will they, will they change it so. It go even no. though it really doesn't have anything to do with the movie. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. And yeah. it, it's That's true. It's you MMO. can't change an MMO like yeah. that. It did it, it, do a new one. Yeah. yeah, I could see them trying to bring back like Galaxies, a newer one. Uh, God, I wish they'd do it for PS4 because yeah. I do the DC Universe yeah. online. Actually, I should lend you my PS3 from the basement oh. so you can get on with me and John because uh? they all play together. PS4s, PS3s, oh, cool. I, and it's oh, free. Did you? Oh well, we can we can talk about that. The second. Oh, okay. The whole GameStop, um, PS4, cloud thing. Let's do it. All right. You, you heard about that, right? Yes. Uh, PS4. Really, PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. They're going to do all that. GameStop's um, stock dropped like 10% in one day. And then GameStop comes out and goes, oh, it's a great idea, this PS4 thing. And, and everybody's going, yeah, it's called Netflix and Blockbuster Video. Now, this is going to be kind of a ranging dis- discussion. Yeah. Um. So PlayStation Now is really interesting. It's PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and Vita. Games that you can stream to your PS3, PS4, and also other Sony devices and non-Sony devices. So if you have a Sony TV, they'll build in that you can stream the stuff because it doesn't require anything but the basic capabilities. There's no processing power. So if you buy your mom a Sony TV, at some point you can get her a free PSN network account and she can play whatever game she wants. I don't know what mothers play. I don't, know what I don't know what that they play like a oh, crossword game, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they also said it's going to work on iPads, tablets. Oh wow! Well, I mean, if you get a, like a Bluetooth controller, and there's a lot of it's going to be widespread. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to do so good for Sony. Oh yeah! Like if someone's playing Uncharted Three, they'll buy a PS4 for the Uncharted yeah. Four. The only problem is price. What they're going to charge? Now everyone's like, well, maybe they'll increase play, uh, PS Plus. Oh. They're not going to touch that. It'll be an additional fee if you want. But how much of an additional fee? Which brings us to the most shocking revelation 
in sports entertainment history. The WWE Network. 24-7, Davey. I, when I saw the news about yeah. that network, <laughs> dude, I was excited. I haven't watched wrestling in so I, long. Well, yeah. And I'm, I'm watching the thing, and they're like, yeah, you know, we're going to have a... We have original programming. Yeah. They have a show with Rowdy Piper and all these old wrestlers in a house yeah. doing a reality show. They're going to have pre- and post-show match things. Every pay-per-view will be included live for $10 a month. I was dumbfounded. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I want to buy it right now. Yeah. Just for like <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania is $60. All right, for $60, you get a six-month subscription yeah. and get six pay-per-views and all the other yeah. stuff. They have every pay-per-view from ECW, WCW, WWE. On launch day, that you can go back and, and watch anytime. I would go back. My favorite pay per view ever was the WCW Iron Man competition. Yeah. When they had, it was there were only, <clears throat> there were only in the whole thing there were eight wrestlers. It was, let me get this right. It was um, Lex Luger, Sting, Ric Flair, and the Great Muda, and they did a round robin. You fought. You did all of a sudden. You got points based on winning, and then they had. It was Doom. Um, uh, there were and there were four tag teams, and I, and I can't remember all of them. But it was one of the best pay per views I've ever seen because you saw the top guys all fight all night long. There wasn't one scrub. There wasn't one anything. It was actually really good. It was my favorite. It was Iron Man. Oh, I, I was I thinking about back. all the old stuff. Yeah, like when I was a kid, we never because they didn't have pay per view. They were closed circuit televisions. Yeah, never got to. See I it. never got to see anything. Yeah. The old. Uh, not WCW, but the other stuff they own. Uh, in your house? No, uh, it was ECW. Before that, it oh, was wow. WC. It was uh, AWA. Yeah, AWA stuff. Oh, oh, you're talking like like Minnesota, like Greg Gagne. Yeah, it, it used to be Ric Flair was in the NWA. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was in the WWF, yeah. and there was another promotion, the AWA. I think. There was AWA. There was also um, uh, there was also um. Championship Wrestling down in Texas, which had um, the Von Erichs and the Freebirds, and those guys were that. Yeah. If you, you want to see some good wrestling, or you just want to see some shows, you watch the Freebirds versus the Von Erichs fighting out of the Sportatorium. That was, I remember that was in like the late 70s, early 80s. I mean, if you're telling me for the price of one game I can get six months of yeah. watching all the old wrestling, yeah. the adi- from the Attitude Era yeah. back to when I was a kid and I used to get Pro Wrestling Illustrated right, yeah. and reading about these great matches I never got a chance to see... Yeah. They're using the MLB technology. Okay. They're doing the infrastructure. Hmm. I have MLB uh, package hmm. so I can watch the Indians games. That package is so amazing. You can go back and watch events. You can watch highlights. Hmm. You can watch certain pitches. You can watch just the strike <laughs> pitches. Wow, if, if really? They, if they come in and they do anything, like I can access any game from last yeah. year at any point in that game. I can watch just... It lists everything. It's like skip to the double, skip to the triple, home oh, wow. run, just scoring plays. If they do that for wrestling, you can say, all right, show me every Von Eric uh, tag team match versus the Freebirds. And scroll through wow. and watch them. Yeah. I'd pay $10 for that. <laughs> Screw the modern stuff. Yeah. I want to see the Montreal screw job again. I, there you go. Or the Raw right after. Raw, yeah. You know, not this edited thing where they show yeah. like the two minute clip, yeah. but actual. And if they throw in behind-the-scenes footage that they... B-roll yeah, stuff yeah. from the, the way, locker room. Raw, Monday night. Providence. You know, I had an offer to go. They had a... Uh, really? Yeah, my friend had a uh, executive booth. Oh, it was wow. $65 for tickets and uh, access to the to the executive suite. But I was like, yeah, yeah, I whatever. But then last Monday they had the, the Legends. Yeah. And that was fun. 
Jake I, I didn't watch Roberts, I didn't watch wrestling Roddy anymore. Piper. But I don't. But I wa- but I heard that they were yeah, gonna be Piper on. was coming out. He's Walker. Yeah. Well, I still <laughs> he looks good for his age. He does. For all the abuse his body took. Yeah. Uh, but I do listen to the Rowdy Roddy Piper podcast mm. and the Steve Austin podcast, and I like the history when they bring on Diesel mm. or Kevin Nash, yeah. and they talk about all the stuff that was going on. I love the, I love watching the old documentaries, the old pay per views. Oh, I watch it, yeah. And I'll, my wife doesn't know, and she told me I can't, but I'll probably get it when it launches. <laughs> Just to go through all the stuff and watch the other reality shows and the old pay per views and the old matches oh. that I watched as a kid is just. I mean, I pay seven bucks a month for Crunchyroll for Japanese animation. I watch like two episodes a month. Yeah, I'll dive in that on a weekend, and, not, and I'll come out a <laughs> changed <eye>. man. Yeah, <laughs> but that ten dollar price point, see, that's yeah, was key. Yeah, and people are like, but they sell two hundred thousand pay per views at sixty dollars, which is yeah. whatever amount it is. But then you have to figure what forty percent goes to the cable company. They take their mm. cut. So if you can get. Two million people to pay ten dollars a month and oh. give them the pay per views. You tripled your profit, yeah, right off the bat, and it's all going to you, oh. and that's a, unbelievable. I like UFC, but I don't get the pay per views. If UFC offered something like that in a heartbeat, yeah, in a heartbeat, I wouldn't have to watch like a YouTube stream of yeah. someone else's TV or anything to get the results. I would watch the stuff. I would pay ten dollars oh. a month for that convenience. Bringing us back it's to the PS4. PlayStation now. Yeah. If they do like fifteen dollars a month, all you can play, I'm on board. If it's forty dollars a month, no way. That's a lot. Yeah, that that's. You talk forty dollars a month, four hundred eighty dollars. It's basically the price of a system. I mean, they could WWE could have charged twenty bucks a month, especially if they do pay per views. Yeah. I mean, that's sixty dollars. Well, you know, you're talking, well, each pay per view is what thirty bucks. Usually, like thirty nine or something. Yeah, they're like, like 40, 40 yeah. to fifty. Well, like like thirty nine yeah. ninety nine. So. You do that just if you just do the big ones. Yeah. You're talking what uh, four because you got SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, um, Survivor Series, Survivor Series. So there's 120. Then you add in WrestleMania, which is usually six. That's 180 bucks right there. Yeah. So you're already and, saving money. And, if you get all the ten bucks a month, it's 120. And let me tell you, when you start paying that and you start watching every yeah. pay per view, you'll be in. Yeah. Because a lot of our problems, like we used to watch it, I was telling Jen, yeah. like we used to drop 30 bucks a month. Yeah, on that. If we could drop 10, oh, even <laughs> better. But I'll tell you one thing, we'd all have it. Like, yeah. you know, I, for $10 to have access to it, because you can use it on your computer, mm. your PlayStation 4, your 3, your Xbox, your tablet. Mm. To be able to sit on the couch while my wife's watching Down Abbey mm. and watch uh, the classic uh, Day After the Boston WrestleMania, uh. you know, where Triple H came out mm. and... Are the old Hell in the Cell matches? Are the uh, Watch War Games from WCW? War games. Where um, what was it? It was not not Diesel. Um, oh, uh, Sid Vicious picks up Brian Pillman, goes to power bomb him. Literally slams into the top of the cage, then slams him hard down yeah. so hard they had to stop it because they thought he was dead. Eesh. Or where Sid Vicious jumps off the rope to give to give a punch to um, Scott Steiner and his leg snaps. Yeah, remember that one? I remember Steiner getting hurt. I don't. No, no, not Steiner. Sid Vicious comes down like this, but his left leg just snapped. The femur just snapped because of the weight. Yeah, Sid Vicious, huh? Oh, that was brutal. That was brutal. Oh my god, this gives me chills just because I I watched that. I was like, ah, because it was like so fast. 
You never even chance to. I mean, a lot of the reason I don't watch wrestling, besides the fact I don't care about the current crop of wrestlers that much, stinks. And they have some personalities; they just don't use them right. Is the fact that I know if I watch, first of all, it's too much time. But even if I did watch, it all builds up to a pay per view. I'm not going to buy. Yeah, I'm not going to pay fifty dollars for a wrestling show. And then once I know the results, unless something was like this match of the year, I won't bother catching up with it. So it's like, yeah, why? It's like watching a TV series and not watching the last episode. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't get the payoff. But if I pay 10 bucks a month and I get to watch that payoff. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd pay, ten, like I said, 10 yeah. bucks a month for all the old wrestling shows. 10 bucks shows. a month? I would actually probably sit down and watch wrestling with my son. I'd watch old wrestling with my son. Yeah, well, I would start with that. I mean, I'd go back to like, hey, this is, this is what I watched when I was a kid. Hogan, this is man. one of the... Randy Macho Man Savage. Randy Macho Man Savage. The first clash of champions between Ric Flair and Sting that went for 45 minutes yeah. to a draw was one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, they had some of those like Ricky Steamboat, Randy yeah. Macho Man Savage ones, oh, I mean, 40 minutes. WrestleMania 3. Yeah. Let's go fought. back to all the WrestleManias. Yeah. And if they do the extras... Because yeah. they said, you know, we're going to bring in old wrestlers and yeah. you can listen to them talk about the matches. Oh, man, if they talked over it, <clears throat> yeah. you get Hulk Hogan talking about Audio B, yeah. you know, and this is what yeah. we were doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, at this yeah. point, he was supposed to suplex me, yeah. but he forgot. He yeah. slipped. So we yeah. And Hulk Hogan goes, yeah, actually, Andre pinned me, but we didn't count it. Yeah. Because there's only five seconds into the match. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many opportunities to go back and yeah. relive the there's, great times. There's, this was supposed to be the launching for the uh, Ultimate Warrior when he beat me at WrestleMania 6, but... I mean, um, I may even watch wrestling if I pay for this, if they had, because uh, on the the dub, on the baseball network, you can watch it just, you know, it skips everything but the pitches. Yeah. So you, you know, all adjusting yeah. this. So you watch the whole game in like 20 minutes. If they did that with Raw the next day, because they said after Raw ends on Spike, yeah. where is it, Spike or USA? USA. It's going to be up. Yeah, but if the following day they say, "Here's the condensed. Here's just the wrestling. None of you like junk. It's a three-hour show, but here's the 15 minutes it's of actual wrestling. wrestling." I'd watch it. I would too. All right, movies, movies, 2014 movies. I yes. narrowed them down to just things that are comic or science fiction slash fantasy related. Okay, and I didn't include the new Twilight movie. So if you want to throw that the in, new Twilight movie is that. Oh, no, what's... Hunger Games. Oh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. All right. So throw that in if you want. Whatever the hell nah. So the first real must-see movie of the year... Yes. ...is Lego the Movie. Yes. Coming Completely February 7th. Completely must-see. Have to see it. I've seen I, the previews. My I, son I has seen like, the previews. Uh, I feel a, a movie date. Oh, that'd be fine. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That trailer cracks me up. My son just can't wait to go see it. I love the one with the Batman. <laughs> Nailed it. First, first time. <laughs> <laughs> it just... It just looks so funny. Yeah. And it's... Oh. The nice thing is, is it there doesn't seem to be any... Uh, what do I want to say? Remember when Roger Rabbit came out? Yes. And they had all the cartoons in it? Yeah. I like this because they bring everything into it. Yeah. I mean, Batman's Batman, in it, the regular stuff. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is Teenage in it. Turtles are yeah. in there. Yeah. They put everything that does Lego is going to be in this. I wonder if they're going to bring in like any of the... Like Ninjago or any of that stuff to this. I'm sure. Especially if they're property, because yeah. they own that. Yeah. They'll definitely want to promote it. That the I, trailers look good. I can't wait to see that. Ah, man. That start uh, February 7th, I believe. Mm. Uh, beginning. You have about three weeks to go on that. And then February 12th, RoboCop. The remake. Mm, no. First RoboCop was really good. It was. Because it was different and unique. And this dark. And dark. dark. This isn't different or unique. <laughs> RoboCop has always reminded me of Judge Dredd. 
Yes. Oh, oh very, yeah, oh, very yeah. much so. Americanized. Yeah. It has that same kind of like dystopian future. Yeah. It's a satire on yeah. how business will control everything. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. I, I definitely see that. But I see, I, I, <clears throat> never, I never saw Robocop as a satire. No? No. I was. No, I don't think. It, it doesn't look at itself enough, I don't think. All right. For that. I mean, Judge Dredd does. I. As a, maybe the comic, when they came with the RoboCop comic, they did a little more because Judge Dredd did that all the time. Sure. But I know they had that one weird commercial in RoboCop where they go to steal the car, but the car blows up or something yeah. like that. A little bit. But the movie was just so good with Peter Weller. I don't think this is going to be even Yeah, I don't close. like the new design. Of no. Like where he's jumping around and stuff. And... No. <clears throat> I want to see, I don't know, RoboCop was, was just good. I don't want to see, I don't need a remake of RoboCop. Speaking of perhaps needless movies, March 7th sees 300 Rise of an Empire. You know, I have not seen 300. Really? I have not seen 300. It doesn't mm. It doesn't look like a movie that would, that appeals to me that much. It's a little too stylized for me actually. Yeah, it's uh every time I see the trailer, it feels like a Saturday night live spoof. Okay. Like the acting the girl yeah. in it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It feels very fake even in the trailer. Uh my wife Loved 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all right. I mean, it was well, a, I know why. Well, you, well I think everyone knows why. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and she smiles off yeah. in the back. Yeah, it's uh, something else. I don't know. It was just too too much fakeness, yeah. you know? It was a lot like uh, episode one, where there was no sets. It was yes. all in front of blue screen. Yeah. Your mind just says, this yeah. is, it doesn't look right. right. It's just something about this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then, really, we start off... Uh, in April, with April 4th, with Captain America Winter Soldier. I cannot wait for Captain America Winter Soldier to come out. Um, I like the fact that they're going to expand on Bucky and everything else like that. They're bringing in Winter Soldier, who's um, very prominent in the comics. Uh, I, I, try not, I, don't, I try not to watch trailers, especially for movies I want to see, because I feel... They either give too much away or they kind of lie to you a little bit. And I hate that. Yeah. So I'm not going to watch trailers. I'm just really hoping for it. I'm just really hoping for it. Because right. I really like Chris Evans as Captain America. He does. He nails it. I thought he, I thought he was going to do a terrible job. Our I memories really of the Human Torch are long gone. They are. They are. He's an awesome Captain America. And a month after that is Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. <clears throat> Which I know you don't watch trailers, but I, I saw the new trailer for it and it looked great. Of course, see, I said see, that about the first one. I still haven't seen it. I said it. that about Soup. I said that about Man of Steel. This is true. <laughs> I, I owned it on Blu-ray 3D, and I still haven't watched it. I, I kind of liked the first movie. It wasn't bad, but it didn't really jump out at me. The second one's going to introduce Harry Osborn, and you get Electro, and there's all this other stuff that I've been reading about that... The poster, and they have all these people in it, and maybe the Sinister Six are going to yeah. be there, or whatever's going to happen... It seems too much. If the, you want to add in all of that, like Batman and Robin, something like that. Where they have, we have Schwarzenegger, great, mm. and Uma Thurman, great, yeah. and and Tommy Lee Jones, Jesus, we, and Jim Carrey. Oh no, 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 that no, was a one. no. That was Batman Forever. Yeah, with Val Kilmer. They had one, in, just the Joker in the first one, yeah. then Penguin and Catwoman in the second one, yeah. and then the third one was Mister Freeze, the Riddler, and someone. No, else. No, it was, was Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy and Bane. Bane, who was a throwaway character in that one. But, you know, for comic readers, yeah. like, there's a lot of villains in this. There's a lot of villains in this. Yeah, they, 
I'm glad they're doing Electro though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like I like the main villain, and I like that it's Jamie Foxx because I, I like Jamie Foxx as an actor, and I like that it's not the biggest character they could have done. But I think of all the Sp- Spider-Man villains they could have done, I think Electro is really good. He is. He's a classic yeah. character, but I think he works good in movies. Yes, like the special effects Visually, of him being yeah. electric. Yeah, and uh, the powers and stuff would better be cool. than. I'm, I'm glad it's not Rhino. You know, I know he's I know he's supposed to be in the movie, and I think it's Paul Giamatti. Yep. Yeah, actually, yeah, I saw a picture of him. Which I'm, I'm kind of okay with, because it's basically the suit is really the whole rhino thing. Well, I'm just glad they didn't do the Man of Steel route, where they... Oh, here's Zod again. Yeah. You know, it's just a re... Here's, yeah. here's Doc Ock. Yeah. One more time. Uh, you know, just do the... They have so many villains. Yes. It's, well, especially Spider-Man. Uh, yes. He has so many villains. And they're also different. Yeah. You know, it's not just variations of, a, of a, like, the Joker and the Riddler, you know. I'm oh, sorry. Man of Steel, I would have loved it if they'd done Mixoplex. Mixoplex. Oh, that would have yeah. been funny. Something crazy. Something, give me something yeah, to go something with. new. Uh, then May 16th is Godzilla, which I'll have to take my son to go see. Yes, Godzilla looks like it's going to be good. I saw the previews for it. It looks really cool. Yeah, it looks like they have it just nailed. It. Yeah, it's it's totally not a giant... They even brought in, I don't know his name, but he's a legend in Japanese cinema. Yeah. And he's like one of the actors. Mm. And uh, so, I mean, it also looks like they did it right. Yes. You know, it's the Godzilla movie we would have made if we had any skill. If we had skill. <laughs> if I had skill, thank you. Uh, May 23rd, X-Men uh, Days of Future Past, based on the classic comic. Um, I have no hopes for this movie whatsoever. None. The end of the Wolverine movie leads directly into this. And yep. I didn't like the end of the Wolverine movie, the way they set it up. Mm. But again, uh, I think we talked about it before, that it's not an X-Men movie. It's a Wolverine movie. Yeah. And, the, and it's another one where Wolverine goes back in time, mm. and it's all about Wolverine. Mm. This will be the eighth or ninth movie, movie. about Wolverine's yeah. experiences, and I've had enough, you know, of Hugh Jackman with mm. the stupid-looking hair. Uh, I, got, I, I actually bought them all at Best Buy for $5 a pop, mm. trying to get caught yeah. up. But have, have you seen X-Men First Class? I did not. I gave that, up after part two. Of that's actually... Well, it, it, that's separate from everything else. Yes. That's actually a decent movie. I like the whole thing. Uh, who's the guy who plays Magneto? Uh, Michael Fassbender is really good. Oliver Platt's in it. He plays like the one of the scientist guys. He's, he's in it. Um, it's them as younger. They kind of mess with the origins of the X-Men. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that yeah. because it's a movie and stuff sure. like that. But as a movie as a whole, I think it works really well. And I really think if they keep the same characters, it'd be good. But I heard they, they um, completely cut out Rogue from this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, She's in it, but I mean... She, was she, she the one who went back with Wolverine? Or was that Kitty Pride? It was Kitty Pride. It was Kitty Pride who goes back with her. Right. But I think <clears throat> Rogue was a, was a big part of this. Yeah. I haven't and, read that book. And they, um, in a long time. They, they completely cut her out of I would, I would buy an omnibus. Of all the uh, John Byrne, Chris Claremont. Oh, yeah. I mean, Days of Future Past, yeah. the Dark Phoenix yeah. saga, all the way up. Mm. Let's see, if they did Dark Phoenix, that wouldn't be so bad. Actually, I wouldn't mind them doing uh, the one where they go underground with the Marauders and they're getting slaughtered. Oh, Fall of the Mutants. Is it Fall of the Mutants? That yeah. was that was really good. That I, could I wouldn't even mind if they didn't base it on anything. You just True. have their own. Yeah. Be That'd creative. Be too. Are June 27th, the reboot you've been waiting years for. Transformers. 
Age of something. I put AOE. Robots released. Age of... Age of extinction. Extinction? Uh, A mechanic and his daughter make a discovery that brings down Autobots and Decepticons. And a paranoid government official on them. Oh. That's what I just read. That's, by the way, that's going to be my movie voice. Transformers. Age of extinction. In theaters now. All right. Mark Wahlberg. uh, Definitely upgraded the cast. In my humble opinion. Shame them. Bob's. They did, but Mark Wahlberg. Do I need to, seriously? It was he Michael Caine. Is he going to be in every single movie this that's gonna, made? This he's is like going to pay rock. for his third house. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be a big payday. Well, he's got Lone Survivor that comes out this week. Now, is this a complete reboot? No idea. I don't think so. Because they got rid of all the characters. Are they going to start yeah. from scratch? Or are they going to continue on? Because they've I already think, destroyed so much of, a, yeah. of the world in the last one. They would destroy Chicago I mean, at one point, which yeah. is ridiculous. <sighs> And then they come down and go, see, when we're not here, what happens? You naughty children. <laughs> Shut up, Optimus dick. Yes. I mean, I would love a good Transformers movie. I yeah, would. a good one. Yeah, I would. Like a Pacific Rim yeah. kind of, just a good movie without yeah. Autobots peeing on oil on people and stuff. Well, that's, that's the problem. It's, the problem is it's Michael Bay's directing it. And he's, I don't know, he's like the... James Cameron of explosions. Yeah. Everything has to be blowing up or being destroyed yeah. or something. Except else. the music. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. He gets. Fine. I mean, he's done Pearl Harbor. Yeah, but he also did The Rock and Alcatraz. Uh, the Rock and uh, what was the other one he did before The Rock? Oh Jesus, uh, Con Air. Okay, which I liked. You know, it was a stupid. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Uh but I like Conair. I like Nicolas Cage. I yeah, think he's, I mean, the, I'm surprised he's not. One he of could these. do good movies. Yeah. He did Armageddon. Yeah, which is the most romantic, heartbreaking movie of all time. I think we can all agree. <laughs> yes. that I will cry at the end of that movie every it, time. Heart wrenching watching um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, thank you. Yeah, saying, saying goodbye it. to his daughter. Yeah. Oh my heavens, it, Betsy it destroys me. Oh. Destroys me every time. I mean, he's capable of greatness. He is, but not. But and this is Armageddon's a movie the, so good here's the problem. that they won't even include it on yeah. the ten best movies of all time because nothing else can compare, so it never makes it. The problem with Transformers is it's ninety percent CGI, and that's what I think is is, the, is his problem with it. Um, there's no he's not acting; it's just all CGI. So he just he can blow anything up. Yeah. There's no actors he can kill. I would like it just to be a Transformers movie. Yeah, I don't need the human. No, have it just be. Have the Autobots talk and yeah. discuss and plan and right. fight back and do battles. Go into space, you freaking robots. Yeah. <laughs> Something. I mean, just do stuff we've never seen before yeah. and do it crazy. I mean, is that that much to ask? It is. It's too much to ask, especially for that. Uh, July 11th, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I have not seen Planet of the Apes. I, I heard good things about it. You did hear good did. things about it. Would yeah. you hurt yourself? I don't know. <laughs> it just, I, I love the, the first three original movies. Here's, here's the thing. I have a huge problem with James Franco, and I don't know why. Because he looks stoned and uninterested, <laughs> and it makes you look, you, know, you yeah, don't feel interested in someone who doesn't look interested. True. Uh, I don't know. I guess I should see it at some point. But anyway, moving on to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, August right. 1st. I am looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. I cannot wait to see how this does. Yes. If Marvel can pull out a talking raccoon and make it into a worldwide box. That's a, a talking raccoon and a talking tree. Don't forget, there's Groot's a tree. I'm glad they're not changing it. Yeah. I was afraid they were going to really streamline it. I Oh, now it's there's, they're in the background, but there's five human, five attractive young humans yeah. who are the well, focus here's the, now. I thought, I really, I didn't know which Guardians they were going to do. I wasn't sure if it was going to be the original Guardians of the Galaxy 
or the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I don't read the, any of them. Because the original Guardians of the Galaxy was Astro Vance, um, who was um, an astronaut who got shot into space and they came back and he has mental powers. Then there's four others. There are um, ones from the first colony, ones from a colony on Mars, Venus, Jupiter, and Pluto. And they all have powers derived from where they are. The one from Jupiter, because it's so dense, is really strong. The one from Pluto can shoot ice. The guy from Venus is Vantu, and he's a big... I think that's who um, Michael Rooker is going to play. He has, like, a giant red fin on his head, and he shoots a bow and arrow. Yeah, he, I, I know. He was from X-Men, wasn't he? No. Oh, no, I'm thinking Star, Star Jammers. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is... um. He has a thing, he's called Vant... I think it's Vantu. I know the character. Yeah, and he shoots arrows. He's very distinct. So, it was, it was a complete... They're a complete different team. These are more like Guardians of the Universe, if you want to say, or maybe just the Galaxy. Hopefully yeah. they'll do it right, as opposed to Green Lantern, which brought this oh, international, yeah. intergalactic space saga to Nevada. Well, I don't, I don't know who they're... I, who are they fighting? They can some, fight anyone. No, any no, empire. they're fighting some sorceress, I th- some space right. thing. So hopefully none of, it, none of it should take place on Earth. Yeah. None of it should. Because they're all out in space. They, they fly a spaceship. I hope I, I sit there at least two or three times and go, wow. Yeah. That's something. I want to. That's crazy. I so want to. Yes. Uh, some of the characters, if they do them right with Drax and... Uh, I don't know who Karen Gillian's playing, but she's an assassin. Yeah. Queen. I forget her name. Yeah. It's been a while. Then August 8th, one week after that, is the relaunched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Speaking of Michael Bay. There you go. Uh, bringing back Megan Fox. Who everyone looked at and said, God, she looks just like April O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> said nobody ever. Uh, I mean, I don't have any problems with her. I, whatever. I mean, as long as they do a good story and the turtles look good. Um, I think it's different because it's a superhero book, you know, but they don't have real powers. So it could be a more of a gritty, mm. low-key I mean, God, I hope the turtles don't stop a nuclear bomb from destroying the eastern seaboard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't need it. Just give me some great kung fu action. Yeah. Because once you suspend your disbelief with the turtles, you can do whatever you want. Yes. You know, you can do all the, the wire acts and stuff, and it fits. It's it's not a person who's suddenly, like, doing 20 kicks yeah. while he's floating in the air. It's it's talking turtles. So, yes. I mean, you're... Already, you've put everything... On the shelf. Right. So they they can do anything they want, yeah. But I hope it's it's grounded enough that it's really you can consider it a, a science fiction martial arts movie. Yes, not a comedy cartoon movie. True. Uh, I mean, I haven't. I was watching some Jackie Chan movies with Lucas the other day. My son. Oh, you which know, ones? Uh, we wa- I was looking for Rumble in the Bronx. That's actually rated R. I looked for that to watch with Ryan, and I was like, "What? It's uh, rated R, I think." Really? Yeah. I think it's because I think I think mainly because of language. I think. Not so much violence, but I think language. I think wow. it's rated R. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's a great movie. Yeah. Wow, but it's not on Netflix or Amazon streaming, and no. I don't own it. We wound up watching The Accidental Spy. Ugh, that's a terrible movie. It wasn't bad. What was terrible? Is that bad. the one with um, Jennifer Love Hewitt? No, that's no, the, that's, that's a tuxedo. tuxedo. Yeah, this one was a dubbed. It was a Hong Kong. Uh, okay. All Hong Kong actors. Uh, he plays a fitness salesman. Mm-hmm. And he stops a bank robbery, and it, and he's doing an interview, and he's talking about how he's put up for adoption, and this rich guy mm-hmm. is dying, and he sees it. All right, the detectives he hired, and they're like, "Well, he's about the age. He came from that orphanage. 
let's see if he recognizes them. And, he, and they kind of recognize, and they go on this treasure hunt. Jackie Chan does, and there's a gr- couple great action yeah. scenes, you know, how Jackie does it. But we had already watched Project A. Oh, We'd yeah. watched Super Cop. Uh, we watched uh, uh, Kingdoms of Gold. Okay. Uh, meals on uh, Wheels on Meals. Wheels on Meals. Uh, so, I mean, he's seen a lot of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. those great, great, great movies. Oh, I'm, I really want to get Ryan at the older ones, like Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. We watched... Uh, or um, Ghost... Uh, uh, was it Half a Loaf of Kung Fu? That was the funny one. They're almost all yeah. of them are funny, but half, half of those really No, Kung Fu Master, the original. No, no, Drunken Master. Drunken Master, the, yeah. Not, the, <clears throat> the first one, where the Drunken Master, where he's like outside fighting in the backyard. Yep. Not the second one, where they had the whole train Yeah, scene. that's where he came back and yeah. did it with a big budget. Yeah. yeah, the original. Oh, that's funny. I love oh, that movie. Yeah. That Lucas movie's good. loved it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Those movies, that movie's awesome. I love that oh, movie. Good old Jackie. But yeah, but anyway. So, something martial arts. Which reminds me, on Netflix right now, which... I'm not going to tell my wife I'm going to do it because it's PG-13. And she's very iffy about movies with Ryan. But um, I'm going to sit down with him sometime this week or next week and watch Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. That's a great movie. What would be objectionable in that It's PG-13. Language, maybe, really? a little bit. I don't yeah. care about language. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little. It, it, it doesn't bother me. And the, and the fighting is just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's all in the reflexes. It's all in the reflexes. What, you know what Jack Byrne does at a time like this? Who's Jack Burton? Oh, I'm Jack Burton. Me. <laughs> me. Jack Burton. Me. Uh, you know they had a sequel, a comic book sequel. Yeah? Like two years ago that some publisher got their rights to and put it out. I've never seen it. Oh. It's like no one ever carried it. It's a, like Ooh, sold out. That's, that's something to find. Yeah. I'll, that's a real I'll, treasure, I'll, man. They've been floating a sequel. They were supposed this, to start making next year a uh, uh, little, little Trouble in Big China. Yeah. Or something to that I've, I've heard all these sequels. I've heard stuff like that. Just leave it out. alone, man. Leave it alone. That's a, that's a, good. It's one of those movies you don't want to see remade. You'll never get a keyboard soundtrack like that again. No. With all, this <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. Two more movies here on our list. August twenty well, second. Yeah, oh, is the new Sin City? Okay. Uh, I'll watch it when it comes out on home video. Yeah. I saw the first one in theaters, and it was very loyal to the comic. But then I realized the comic wasn't that great. I don't know. It doesn't. A lot of it was the art. Yeah. It, and they, they tried to stay loyal to it, but it wasn't visually interesting as it, it was in the book. It, there's, I don't think there's enough substance in it. Yeah. Which is it's not, all style. Yeah. It's all style. Well, it's like 300, which is, the, which is yeah. Frank Miller, too. Right. It's, all, it's a lot of style, not a lot of substance. And Frank Miller also did The Spirit, so you know where he's coming from. Yeah. Uh, out of his mind. But not the original Spirit. The original spirit was Eisner, wasn't it? Will Eisner? Yeah, the comic. Yeah, yeah, beautiful book. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm saying. Oh, the movie though. The movie was yeah, yeah he, the movie. Yeah, he wrote, yeah. No, no, yeah, it. It yeah. Like, don't 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 knock the spirit because that's yeah. a great no, book. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I'll knock Sin City because I don't. I think it was more visual than I think it was substance. Like yeah. 300 was all visual. Right. The book was meh. Yeah. But it was be- visually used beautiful, and that's why they made it. And the last one at the end of the year, we have a big jump from August to December, but the Hobbit. Yeah. Okay. The last one in the trilogy. How so, about, what, I, what movies did I miss? What movies did you miss that I think should be on there? Okay, um, we will go with Divergent, which is one of the ones, which, um, I, which is going to be like a Hunger Games dystopian future kind of thing. Um, I read the book, uh, the first book when it came out. I think I got in, like an advanced reader copy on it. Good book. Wasn't bad, but it's one of those things, like when the Hunger Game, Games came out, everybody was reading it. And after the third book came out, I said, okay, now I'll read them. Because yeah. I hate having to wait. Sure. So I read the first one and it was good. 
But I never read the second two because I didn't need to. I felt the same about this. The first book was good. Don't really want to read anymore. Yeah. That might be good. Set it a dystopian future where you have to choose what you do. It's a whole weird thing, and this girl doesn't choose, so she becomes a divergent and goes to, like, a, they have, like, all sections they go to. So she goes to this other section, and there's a riot and all this other stuff, and they try to take everything over. Okay. Um, we're going to go with, after that, which is a movie, when I first heard about it, I said, oh, that might be cool, and now that I've seen one preview for it, I have no desire to go see it, which is I, Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just the fucking title. Um... Well, it's um, Aaron Eckhart, who was Two-Face yeah. in Batman. I like, I've, all, I've always liked the Frankenstein story, and this is like Frankenstein, but still alive. He's lived for like over 200 years, and now he's still alive. And I thought, oh, that'd be kind of neat as a character study, but they've turned it into Van Helsing, yeah. where he fights the evil of darkness, and he's here to save the world. And I'm like, I have no yeah, I saw the trailer, and I was like, Again, wow. the idea I thought was kind of neat when I first heard about it, but now that I've seen the trailer, I have absolutely no desire to go see it. Um, I'm then going to go to, as a funny one, just because I thought, I saw the first movie, and it was just... It was funny in a way, and I wouldn't mind seeing the second one, which is 22 Jump Street. Yes. Because 21 Jump Street was funny. It was. And 22, whether it'll be funny or not, I don't know, but they're in college now. Yes. So we'll see what happens. But I, for some reason, that team-up just works. It does. The, the two of them, Jonah Hill and... Yeah. Um, Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum? Tatum Channing? Yeah, Chan, yeah, something like that. Jen, Tatum Channing or Channing Tatum? I think it's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, whatever. Magic Mike. Oh, uh, there you go. I was going to say G.I. Joe, but all right. Oh, G.I. Joe. Magic Mike. This Whatever movie <laughs> pops into mind first when you think of them. Stop it. I'm going to go with um, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh, animated. Okay. I really like the first that's one. That's why I don't need a second one. That my, first one my was son, so good. But see, my son has read all the books. Um, I know there's like books. five or six How to Train Your Dragon, so we'll see how this one goes. And I, I have watched the uh, TV show sometimes. TV show's not bad. No, it's the same guy, too, yeah. which never happens. But then again... Jay Barrow, Michelle, it's not really doing anything. Yeah, I just hope it's not another Cars 2. You know, because uh, Cars 1 was great. Yes. You didn't need a sequel. How Train to Dragon, I mean, the whole plot was so tight. Yeah. I hope it's not one of these. Well, now the dragons, there's another issue with the dragons. Or yeah. There's a bigger dragon, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, and we don't want to talk about Hunger Games, Mockingjay, nobody cares. Um, there's also Interstellar. Which might be kind of good with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, directed by Christopher Nolan. Oh, you have me at Anne Hathaway. There you go. Uh, is she still crazy? Or is she good now? She's crazy. She almost drowned the other day. She said, "Oh, yeah, she was caught in a riptide somewhere, and she in her living room." No, yeah, in her living room. <laughs> she's crazy. Yeah, she is. <laughs> it no, was her or her alter ego. It was her. I think All it was right. her. Uh, she was out there with her boyfriend or something like that. I thought she was gay. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, no, it's Anne Hache. The blonde, who oh, was right. gay, who dated Ellen DeGeneres for a while. That's the crazy one. That's the crazy one. All right. Okay, it's Anne Heche. Now, who are we talking about? Anne Hathaway. Um, uh, she was in Les Mis. Um, <laughs> why did you say that? Like, I, I because, watched that movie. Because she won the Oscar for it. That's why. <laughs> Les Miserables with uh, Hugh Jackman, your favorite Wolverine. No, I didn't see that movie. Uh, so tell us if I would have seen her. Cat, uh, she's Catwoman. In Batman. Okay. See, there you go. That's, okay, sorry. You pulled out Les Mis before that? <laughs> oh, wow. That right. Les Mis. Les Mis. <laughs> totally different movie. Um, <laughs> that, uh, 
Lesbians, lesbians. I know it's Austin what she's reading. Um, oh, and don't forget Hercules, the rock one, not the one with Kellen. Not the one that's coming out this week. You're not the, what's his name? Oh. Kellen Lutz. What a terrible name, by the way. That movie looked all right. I was watching the trailer. Yeah. I was like, this could be goofy fun. Yeah. Until it came up PG 13. Mm-hmm. I was like, this movie needed to be R. Yeah. It really it needs to be over, over the top crazy. Yeah. To make it something for your for ten year olds, yeah, I'm all set. Over the top violence. Yes. So um, you didn't put any, well besides Hercules, any of the Bible stories. There's like two Noah's Ark movies coming. There's uh, Noah, Son of God. Yeah, I have no desire Jesus. to see any of those things. Yeah. If I if I like a, a movie, a fictional movie, I like good written fiction. Um, let's see. There's Exodus. Exodus. Well, oh, here's the thing. Where do you find these movies? It's on it's on IMDb. Right. I think this, yeah, IMDb. Uh, it's the movies coming out in 2014. Most popular ones, I guess they have it. Um, this one, uh, the funny thing is, this one actually directed by Ridley Scott with Christian Bale, Aaron Paul, and Sigourney Weaver. Yes, Exodus. Oh, Does that mean Christian Bale is Moses? He is. I've read oh. something about him saying, "Let my people go." Then Noah with, with uh, Emma Watson, Kurt. Logan Lerman, Jennifer Connelly, and Kurt Russell. No, not Kurt no. Russell. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, the other he, Russell. The other Russell, he's in that one. Oh, Maleficent. Made, oh, that's the one with Angelina no Jolie. Yeah, yeah, Sleeping Beauty. Ah, uh, whatever. I, don't know. I yeah. saw the trailer for it. It was boring mm. as hell. Um. Then there's. Okay, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I tend to like Tom Cruise as an actor, as a person. Kind of. It, it depends on the movie. Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Which sounds kind of interesting, but also sounds like either something he's been in before. That's the more he plays, I'll read the description, a soldier fighting in a war with aliens finds himself caught in a time loop on his last day in the battle, though he becomes better skilled along the way. Does that mean it's not like Groundhog Day yeah. in space? Yeah, it sounds like something he's done before. Well, like a, He's done a lot of science fiction lately. Yeah, Oblivion. Jack Reacher. Jack? That's, that's not science fiction. No? No. Wow. That's, uh, that's like a, what do you call it? Uh, he plays, he's like a private investigator. So all he needs to do is Top Gun 2 and I'm sold. There you go. There you go. We get Val Kilmer out of retirement. Uh, let's see. Son of God is directed by Christopher Spencer. And I, nobody I know is in this. Oh, Roma Downey. She was in Touched by an Angel. Her husband is... The, the old black lady? No. Red hair. Irish. Um, she's married to um, uh, Burnett, the guy who does Survivor. What, what obscure Broadway movie was she in that I won't recognize? No, she was in Touched by an Angel. Is she in Annie? Was, is that a movie? Touched by an Angel? The yeah. TV show that was on in the late 90s for... With the big black lady with yeah. hair. Yeah, but yeah. she was a redhead in it. You're thinking of Della Reese is the black, is the African-American right. woman, shall well, we say. what's she been up to lately? Della Reese? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Dead? I don't know. All right. All right. I don't follow Della Reese's career. I don't know what you follow anymore. And then, um, I want to say, uh, then the, uh, the, the last sequel I like to talk about is The Endless Love. Remake. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. Just kidding. It's coming out, though. What is it? I have no idea. Endless Love, the movie with uh, Brooke Shields. The story of a... Brooke Shields did a movie besides The Blue Lagoon? Yes, Endless Ooh. Love. She also did um, Pretty Baby, which is the one that got everybody upset. Oh, well, yeah. 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 But the, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's uh, stick with the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. A story of a privileged girl and a charismatic boy whose instant desire sparks a love affair made only more reckless... By parents trying to keep them apart. Endless Love was a movie in the late 80s, I think. Brooke Shields in... I can't remember who else So is she in this one? No. Is she alive? Yes. Good. Good for her. 
Gabriella Wilde, Alex Pettifier, and Bruce Oh, actually, Green. they already remade The Blue Lagoon, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, a couple years ago. ago. Um, TV shows, I just watched. I just finished. Um, I've all caught up with Sleepy Hollow. All right. Fantastic. Yay! Fantastic. I'm totally caught up with that. I'm nice. not caught up with Arrow yet, though. I'm still trying to work my but, way through. But I honestly, I was I watched the first Sleepy Hollow. I thought, eh, not too bad. But I've been watching them, and yeah, there are some plot holes, and I can live with that. But the guy who's playing him is fantastic. He's gonna be a megastar. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he's like Johnny Depp for Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, we'll remember like, oh yeah, remember Sleepy Hollow, Hollow before he started acting he was in all these movies. That was. He would be like a great, uh, like a great Jedi in like the Star Wars movie, like yes. a, 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 like a sage kind of yeah, guy. He has that, like, like, that nice. Presence he has that to presence him. and that kind of wisdom. The, the what I like the calmingness yeah, of him. The one thing I really like about it is I like. And it's just me, but I really like the social commentary they put in there because they don't shy away from what he would really think. Sure. Like, the yeah. whole bit they had in one of the last two ones about water. Well, she's drinking pizza. She goes, oh, like, bottle of water. He's like, you have a tap. You can get it for free. And she goes, well, if you want to drink all the poison that goes with it. He's like, what? You've ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. How do you pay for that? That's ridiculous. 7% tax? <laughs> oh, we fought. We, yeah. For a two percent tea tax, we rebelled. <laughs> we rebelled. You pay seven percent tax on food. I know, and food. You have to pay for water. It was <laughs> fantastic. How do you open this infernal device? <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting on the computer. Plastic. And, How did we survive without it? <laughs> and he's sitting there eating fast food and everything like that. The way they juxtapose, I think, is really nice. I like the fact they don't make him change. Yes, that they keep him in that. Dated outfit because it makes it a little more believable. But they address it as yes, well. Yes, they do. They you don't. Know, he's like, "This yeah. is what I this is what I wear." I'm Why like, don't you dress like me? Yeah. You wouldn't want to because this is what you know, <laughs> yeah. and this is what I know. No. And how uncomfortable. This is what I like. I don't want a t-shirt yeah. with you know some company logo on it. Yeah, but uh, Sleepy Hollow. I can't wait for that to restart. Um, I've been keeping up with American <laughs> Horror Story. Just had the last one. If you have not seen American Horror Story, Coven, you should watch it. It is one of the most disturbing things I have ever seen on television. Completely and utterly disturbing. But it is... You have to watch it. For just Jessica Lang, Kathy Bates, Angela Bassett. It's some of the best acting I've seen. And there are no men in the entire thing. And even the men who are in it are just... Are so minor characters, it's ridiculous. But the acting in it is so strong. Do you remember uh, Jessica Lange in the King Kong remake? Yes, I did. God, she was gorgeous. She, she's still gorgeous. She is. She's Francis Farmer. She's. Jesus. I mean, she's got to be sixty at least. But even Jessica oh, Lange. Yeah. Seventy-seven was King Kong, and she was in her third. She was. I think she was thirty-one. She was thirty-one in seventy-seven. No, no, no. She was. No, she had to be in her early twenties. Yeah, I want to say that was her first movie. So. I want to say 20, 25, 26 tops. So that was forty years ago. So she's yeah, mid sixties. Mid sixties. Now, Wait, you do have the IMDb I right do. there. I do. I can't just look at... 64? 64. All right, I was going to say about 64. Yeah, 60, yeah, 64. But, I, she, yeah. but in this movie, she's fantastic in this. Yeah. And the act, the I, acting is just so good, but it's utterly disturbing from beginning to end. I think it's I'm about ready for disturbing. it. Because I had real problems going into the last one. I have Because it was too soon after I had finished yeah. the first season, and it was very weird yeah. that all the actors were different characters. Yeah. And it, it, took, take, it was hard to get into. Take the first season... <clears throat> yes. And multiply it by five. That's really how disturbing. The first scene was bad, but it was, it was shocking a little bit. This just you're like, oh, what? Is, who? What are they doing? It's just brutal. Do you remember? Uh, brutal. Uncle Buck, the TV show. The TV yeah, show based on the hit movie. No, 
it came out, I think it was ABC, and they had a, this was back in the 80s, and the first episode, they had a, like a big fight at the table, yeah. and one of the kids told another kid to uh, like suck it, yeah. or something, not even that bad, yeah. and uh, it was a huge uproar, yeah. that this would be on yeah. TV, and now, <laughs> now oh, come, you're trying it's to... like, just mind-boggling violence now, and now, sexual now, depravity. I'll, 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 in one scene, one of the witches has sex... <laughs> With two people that have been raised from the dead. Which two people? Um, another witch, and because I can think of at least five people if they came back from the dead, I'd have. Sex and with. a and a, um, it's the girl who played the daughter in the first series. She's dead. No, no, she plays a witch. She she kills people by having sex with them. If she has sex with somebody, they die. Okay. It, it's her badge, like... I don't know, it doesn't... It, no, I don't know. Do you remember that comic book? Yes. Where the girl had, like... It was, like, razor-sharp teeth yeah, in her yeah, vagina. No, 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 no. She has sex with them. When they or, she orgasms, they do. They, they die. At the same time? I don't know. Like, what happens if he it's, gets it, off Honestly... Because that would be my game point yeah, going in. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> maybe, maybe when he dies... Maybe when he orgasms, he dies, but there's a, there's yeah. a weird thing... Oh, if she just, orgasms, yeah. I die. Yeah. We've been married 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Never realized that. Never realized that. <laughs> so, <coughs> really, I'm not going to give anything away. But in in one of the, in, I think the first one, they um, she meets a college boy and they blow the and they, his bus gets blown up by by one of the other witches. Well, they go to the morgue and they raise him from the dead. But the problem is he's in pieces, so they like take his head, but then they pick an it's like a Frankenstein and they put him together. And they raise him from the dead. One of the other witches gets killed by somebody else, and she comes back from the dead. So her and the boy hook up. Okay. The two dead ones hook up. Yeah. And then she comes in at one point, and all of a sudden, then all three of them have sex. And it's just weirdly disturbing. Not, no, it's not weirdly disturbing. It's disturbing. Two of the shows, one I watched the other night called Intelligence. With Josh Hamilton. Yeah, that's the one where he's like... He has, he has like a supercomputer in his head. I saw the first episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. First episode. Meh. It seemed almost like almost human, but where they combine both characters into one. He's like a cop, but he doesn't have anyone to talk to. He just kind of... He has everything yeah. himself. Well, no, it's not that he just... That's how the impression I get. Yeah, but no, he can... Um, he can access any. He can access. He can access the uh, in the information I just, network. I just lay like in that. bed accessing pornography all day. <laughs> there you go. My father with they, anything they, else. There's a whole thing about his wife and um, how she's a terrorist or maybe not a terrorist. He hasn't seen her in five years, but he hunts for her, kind of thing through through this whole other thing. He gets a, and it's weird because he has to get a CIA agent handler to try to keep him focused and in line. But she kind of. Goes off the grid a little bit at the end, and I just don't. I can see it doing like maybe half a season, but I, I don't see it. It might be renewed because it's uh, uh, what's his name, Josh something, who was on Lost. Yeah. So they might keep it up for that, and um, the girl who's in it, Marge Helgenberger, who was in CSI. It didn't look interesting to me. The other one is on um, Sci-Fi tonight that I want to watch. It's called Helix. It's about viral outbreaks and stuff like that and how they have to stop um, this biological outbreak. But that one looks kind of interesting. I saw a trailer or a preview for a new Fox series that's starting tonight called Enlisted. Oh, yeah. That's the one about the guys who are like in the rear deployment. Yeah. Yeah. How many episodes before it's canceled? Three. All right. 
I have it booked at two. You have it booked at two? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. Two episodes and they'll announce it's canceled. You said three will follow up. I'll, I'll, I'll go with three. It looks... <clears throat> I don't know. They, they describe... I think you described it as a workplace comedy, but the workplace is the military. And I'm thinking they're just going to be really mad. Yeah. That people are just going to be really it's mad. Not, it doesn't look good at all. Well, not that it doesn't <clears throat> look good. It kind of looks a little funny because I guess there's all... The three of them are brothers. Yeah. But they would never... I don't think they would put three brothers who are that incompetent in the same unit. Well, no. Of course Yeah. Not. But I think the military is going to have a problem with it because it shows it's going to say it shows the military in a bad light and all this other stuff. I mean, people are military sensitive. Sure. Well, we're still engaged in it. Yeah. You know, they're well, dying over there. Did you hear about the? Um, uh, it was New Year's Eve, and I think it was, might have been CBS. There was a, a comedian. They had like a roundtable on CBS or something like that. It was um, Carson. It might be NBC. It was Carson Daly. Uh, Jane Lynch, I think. Okay, yeah, yep. And um, there was another uh, Natasha something. She was coming. She's very pretty, and she had like um, I've never seen her before in my life. She was wearing like um, big furs and stuff like that. And they made a com- somebody made a comment about um, Pearl Harbor or something like that. And she said something like, "Well, why are you asking these people? I mean, they have to like they have to eat through straws or something like that." She made a comment not about the military, about how like they were old and things like that, and people came down on her, calling her, like, assassinating her, like, she should die, using the C word multiple times, and all this other stuff. And she's like, oh, this is really good. Um, It's bad that I say this, but maybe if you treated your vets when they came home a little better, things wouldn't be so bad. Why don't you take your vitriol and put it towards that, instead of me? It was this whole big... But what I'm saying, people are very... um, Sensitive about the military, people are sensitive about like everything. Yeah, but I think I think, but I think it'll be more of an uproar because it's military. And they, yeah. oh, they're making them look like buffoons. Yeah, it's like Stripes, but at a, not a good time to make that kind of a movie. Yeah, but Stripes was funny. It was. This doesn't look funny. Yeah, this looks. But it, that was a. There was no wars going on when they kind of had fun with the army at that. No, point. there wasn't. Yeah, you know, it was kind of a, a relaxed time. Yeah. Oh, that, that's what I'm. Right. That's what I'm looking forward to. Then the rehashes, like yeah. Warehouse 13. I'm looking forward to the last season. <clears throat> Briefly, uh, like movies, watch. real quick. I did see the both GI Joe, GI Joe movies. GI Joe is a totally yes. different movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, downloaded what? that by mistake on Netflix. Cobra. I don't eat Cobra. <laughs> not on Sunday. No, not on Sunday. Uh, give me a little mutton in the bacon. <laughs> uh, I saw both GI Joe movies. I really enjoyed the first one. Yes. Less so the second one. Okay. Uh, why they killed off Duke. It's weird because they're both both movies have half of what GI Joe is, but they never actually get everything okay. together. Uh, the second one had like Cobra Commander in his yeah. outfit; it was cool. They had, but they killed off Duke. They didn't bring back uh, uh, Fire. Uh, not they had Firefly. Uh, the girl Scarlet. They didn't bring back, Scar- I bring back seen Scarlet. They didn't bring back uh, the, the Damon Wayne's character. Or oh, I can see that. But it's like, but it's a sequel. They bring back one character and kill him off. It's very strange. No, they, Duke, bring, they didn't bring was, back um, the Baroness. Was that, um, what's his face? Duke. Duke was, yeah, Channing Tatum, Tatum, yeah. Channing. They kill him off? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, didn't mean to spoil it for you. <laughs> you didn't? Yeah. That's okay. Well, they killed him off quickly, and then when he hit superstardom, they went back and filmed more scenes. Oh. So it takes a while to get going. Yeah. You know, it's like all these extra scenes before the big battle where he dies, they had to put in. But, uh... He's talking about The Rock as a yeah. heart. What's he, who's he playing? Heart? Uh, he plays, uh... God, oh, jeez, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, 
I, I, roadblock. Roadblock, that's it. Roadblock. Yeah. Hard, I don't say hard block. But, but he wasn't really G.I. Joe-ish. <laughs> it was like, oh, they're discredited. So it's like almost like a Born Identity kind yeah. of movie. It oh, wasn't like a okay. cartoony G.I. Joe. Yeah. So both of them make a good one. But I really liked the first one because it was just fun. It was like goofy, yeah. fun. I liked it. It was over the, the top. Suits. They have this whole base in Antarctica. Yeah. The Arctic. And it was cool, like a comic. This one was too gritty. And the doctor's in it. Yes, Eccleston, yeah, who doesn't, you know, obviously doesn't do yeah. sequels, so he didn't yeah. come back for the mm-hmm. second one. Uh, the guy who played the Cobra Commander didn't come back. Yeah. It, was, it was weird. Yeah. But I did like the, nobody else agrees yeah. with me. They all liked the second one because it had more gravitas. What I watched, I just, the other day I just watched Elysium, the Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg? No, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon one. Yeah, one of those two guys. The same They're person, both right? the same, the same yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, it's like Cockhead, you comb your hair that yeah. way, Matt Damon, comb it that way, he's <laughs> Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. Uh, it was gonna give it a B. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It wasn't. I was. I was expecting something a little different than I got, but it wasn't terrible. I couldn't tell by the preview if it was a serious social commentary about the rich yeah. and the poor, or if it was just an excuse to be an action flick. Because then they bring in, well, at least the the hunter. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, this is an over the top action flick. Uh no, it's <laughs> it's definitely more social commentary. Then there's there's action in it, but it's definitely more social commentary than anything else, especially with what he goes through and what happens. I mean, Uh, just on the trailer, it's like, oh, in the future, if if, if you're down on earth, you don't get the medical treatment. I thought I thought it was going to be more on Elysium, like he was like, I thought like the suit was supposed to. I thought the suit was supposed to get him up to Elysium kind of thing, and they wouldn't be able to track him or something like that. But then you look at Elysium, and all I can think of is. Um, is that David Niven um, Ringworld? Okay. Did you ever read Ringworld? I've seen it. I've never read it. Huh? I don't read fiction, fantasy books. Well, basically, that's what this looks like. They have like the entire world is like on this giant ring, and, and like the it's in the middle. It's a it, that's all I could think of when I saw it. I'm like, oh wow, that's a complete ripoff hmm. of um, a classic. Well, how much movie takes place on it um, after he leaves Earth? After he leaves Earth, maybe. Out of the whole movie, maybe ten minutes. Where he actually lands on Elysium? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Well, okay. well, no, maybe, maybe twenty. Because they crash land, but then he doesn't go through Elysium. He's like in a. Um, all of a sudden, they're like in in an industrial complex, which could have been anywhere. Because right. in the trailer, the whole thing builds up to him landing on Elysium. So I thought that'd yeah. be like the first twenty minutes, yeah. thirty minutes, and then he there'd be no. like half the movie. On no, Elysium. no, no, no. Because they no. show him landing. Yeah. No, the the whole <coughs> first part of the movie is him. It's like because you know what happens. Him. Yeah, and how Oof. and how he gets to Elysium. So it's like what happens in the plant he works in, why he puts the suit on. Yeah. I, I kind of like the way they worked it. It wasn't. So that trailer gave away a lot. Yeah, it wasn't very, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, self-sacrificing that he puts the suit on to save everybody. That's kind of, it's really an afterthought, yeah. saving people. But all in all, not bad to be. It, it, it's worth getting at Redbox for a dollar. That's how I read my movies. Right. It's worth a dollar. Worth a dollar. That's right. All right. Later. Thank you for listening to the First Comics News Podcast. Send show feedback to podcast at firstcomicsnews.com. Visit us on the web at firstcomicsnews.com for all your comic, movies, TV, and gaming news. Podcast is copyright Matthew Suchek, Patrick Crow, and Richard Barber.